1: What's happening, weirdos? A a wonderful episode with just one of the funniest people I know and just a great guy, Johnny Pemberton. Uh, A word of warning, we do talk a lot about a uh, colon sort of... uh issue. <laughs> so if you're eating something or uh, playing this publicly, there is some medical talk. It's not super gross and it's not really grotesque, but I mean it is a little bit sensitive, if you're sensitive to that sort of thing. Uh, before we get to that and the tour dates, I do have an announcement. A lot of people have been asking whether or not we are going to continue to do this podcast once the Pete Home show. By the way, it's not called the Midnight Show anymore. It's called the Pete Home show, just to keep it uh, cleaner. I like it better. And it's not attached to a time slot, even though it's still We'll be on at midnight, well, on the West Coast and the East Coast, Midwest, 11 p.m. Anyway, the idea is uh, I want to be able to keep doing the show. That's always been my answer is that the plan is to keep doing this podcast because it's so important to me and it's important to a lot of you. So the plan is, of course, to keep doing it. Now, in order to do that, one of the things I need to do is start stockpiling episodes. So for a little while, we are going to be dropping on Wednesdays only until I get to a point where I'm confident that we won't ever have to take the show off the air for a little hiatus while we're taping. So that means a little less weird now to avoid no weird later. Because I think that would be very, very depressing to me, <laughs> to just know that we don't have an episode out. So once we, uh, once we get ahead of ourselves, because we've been recording live week to week, and the show's starting to pick up and we're starting to work on things, uh, once I feel like we're ahead of ourselves, we'll go back to two a week. But for the time being, we're going to do Wednesdays, same great show, same free podcast, still long, two hours, so still, you know, a lot of content. Uh, but until we get ahead of ourselves and pack up, the backlog is a little bit. It's going to be just Wednesdays, just for the time being. I'm <laughs> so apologetic. I'm just talking to myself. Hey, guys, just for the time being. So uh, hopefully you guys can support that. It's all in the idea that uh, the future will be better if we do this now. And uh, I hope you understand. And uh, before you know it, we'll be back to twice a week. And this... This is an episode that we could put out and take a break for four weeks One of my absolute favorites in recent memory Johnny Pems. And in the meantime, if you uh, are having withdrawals And you'd like to see a live show Here are the tour dates coming up July 11th, I'm going to be in New Orleans That's New Orleans on July 11th That's this Thursday at Tipitina's With the weird boy Chris Thayer himself Montreal, I'm going to be for, at the Just for Last Festival July 24th through the 28th. There's going to be a live You Made It Weird on that Thursday. That's going to be awesome. If it's not sold out already, please get tickets. I think the venue they have us in is kind of small uh, if it's like it was last time, which was awesome. Houston and Dallas have been rescheduled. Here's the new dates. Houston, we're going to be at Fitzgerald's on August 9th, and Dallas, Texas, we're going to be at the Texas Theater on August 10th. Sorry that we had to reschedule those. That was unavoidable, but I was so glad that we could move them to new dates. The best way to email the show is no longer weird at nerdist.com. I do check that occasionally. The best way to meet, uh, reach me at the show is on Facebook, either through my fan page or the show's fan page, I do check those emails regularly, and the sponsor is Amazon, go to Nerdist.com, click on the Amazon banner and shop like you normally would, that's a fun and easy way to support the show, or go to YouMadeItWeird.com and get a t-shirt, I think we're going to have a new t-shirt pretty soon, fan inspired, Uh, so keep an eye out for that, and uh, here we go, Johnny All alright guys, enjoy. Yeah, 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 enter again. I want to get the entrance recording. Gonna gonna We're recording. Go. Katie's going to say hi, Johnny.
2: again. Hi, Johnny. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: Katie, how's it going? No, no, not in there. Right. Okay. Well, oh, uh, just do it again. Do it again. Okay, hold on. You picked okay. the wrong chair. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Kate, you, your opening line is Katie says hi, Johnny. And then it sounds like you're just improvising, and then I say something. Okay, okay yeah, yeah, in action. What, what the fuck? You Katie. totally Katie. missed it. You completely missed it. Done. Yeah. Do it, again, Do, it <laughs> Do it again. I want to be clear. Everybody's happy doing it again. I'm not domineering no. right now. All right, in action. Johnny Pemberton, take four. Hi,
2: Johnny. Hey, Katie.
3: Oh, it's pretty- <gasps> Hi,
1: man. Oh, way to pick the right chair. Johnny Pemberton. Johnny Pemberton. Why, Hi, you Katie. got me Honey. Yeah, it's really good honey. It's like my favorite kind of honey. Well, why did? You, how did you know
4: I do like honey? How did you know I like honey? I did did we talk know. about it? I assume people's tastes are like mine. This
1: is avocado-flavored honey? It's not flavored. It's, um... <laughs> <laughs> not flavored. Hold on, Peter. That's not flavoring. It's That's not flavoring, no. avocado It's extract. because
4: it comes from bees that have been pollinating avocado trees. That's how they
1: do that? Yeah. I-
4: <laughs> Some places do bullshit ways where they put like a- like mango extract, but this is real. That's this like is, the-
1: these are bees that work exclusively with the avocado. Yeah. So they- it adds an avocado-like flavor to this?
4: Not really, actually. It's weird how it works. It's like a thing <laughs> They I'm just not want kidding. To let
1: you know, it's like the back of a GI Joe package. Well, it's just okay. a, that's a, his uh, specialty.
4: It's a different flavor, but it's not an avocado-like flavor. It's I would say it's more like a it's like a heavier. Which is my volume. Is the, the, ja, well, you, blah, you cha, just turned cha, me up. too. I did. Yeah, yeah. I'm too.
1: No, I I liked the boldness of of going. Which one is me, and then adjusting two of them simultaneously? <laughs> okay, good. It's good. Yeah, it's it's avocado. We're learning and, uh, and loving.
4: We're learning and loving. Great day.
1: I love this. And cool. also...
4: You will love it. It's probably the best honey you can taste, I believe. There's there's another farm that's around here Well, that's we should good. say
1: who it is. It's Topanga quality.
4: Yeah, it's not far from here. It's like, an, like a 45 minutes. It's a desert. local. Yeah, local. You have to have local honey. If you because don't have local it honey... it
1: with your... Go ahead. Are you Are you Vedic? Aerovedic? I don't know how to say that I was going to say it helps with your allergies. What, what is yeah, Ayurvedic about it? I don't
4: know. I just think I like using that word, but I don't I know I do too. Do
1: you want to have a little?
4: We could. We could put it in our coffee. It'd be kind of weird.
1: No, I'm not. I'm just going to put it in my fucking mouth. Okay, do it. Because you know what? The first thing I checked was I tra- I checked to make sure it was raw.
4: Oh, of course. If you're not <laughs> eating raw honey, what's wrong with you? Bambi's. I mean, I can't believe there's people out there who are getting like honey that's not raw. Bambis. It blows my mind. Bambi's. Well, do you gotta you, have raw. I honey. can't
1: tell because you are. Are just such a naturally funny person I often have a hard time telling when you're joking
4: I'm not joking
1: I'm, I, you've got what I call Kristen Schaal uh, not disease but you've got disease. that Kristen Schaal thing Kristen will say the most sincere things in the world to and it me. it sounds like she's full and I think she's I think she's given me a, a ride on the town what does
4: yeah, that yeah well I mean can't you be both though
1: yeah no 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 yeah. you should continue being that way I because it's I, a delightful way to be. I feel
4: both. I feel like I'm both.
1: Yeah, but you are often joking, and I think maybe your attitude is is turned up a notch for comedic effect. But you do mean it. I mean it. I, I f- didn't mean to analyze. I mean that it. So deeply. This
4: avocado is real. Of it course it's raw. Of it course it's unfiltered. Well,
1: let's just say that when you filter and cook it,
4: oh, you destroy it. You, you lose everything. Like,
1: like it's a magic food.
4: Yeah, it's magic food, and then you just magic have food. like food. All you have then is like a. a the sugar balls. Sugar. You
1: just have sugar. Sugar ball. You have brown sugar. You have brown s- sugar. Creamy sugar. Snotty sugar that sugar. works for
4: uh, everything but uh, your body.
1: I'm going to put, well, there, there are a lot of like, well, see, bees, you know what I had this morning? Bee pollen. Oh, okay.
4: I've never tried that before. I hear it's I hear it's good.
1: It is good. It tastes a little bit like honey. It tastes like honey after like some sort of nuclear holocaust. Really? So <laughs> it tastes like it's, what it's would irradiated? be left of honey. Well it tastes like dusty. It, oh, it's, dusty. It's pollen. Right. But the thing the reason I eat it well, first of all, it's very it's high to be in good for B you. vitamins. Oh, B vitamins. Okay, uh, it's good for your energy and that That's sort a joke, of stuff. Though, right? That's a joke. No, nope, that B, was a real thing. B oh, you know what? <laughs> I said I talked about B, B y- pon before, y- and I didn't make y- that joke, and you did make that joke because oh, okay. somebody was like, "I can't believe you walked right past B vitamins." B vitamins. Yeah, it's filled with B vitamins. It's like one of those
4: <laughs> characters. It's like it says every B pon that there is. You oh. notice it's a bit more pungent and. Uh, it's a darker flavor than a typical honey. It is. Yeah. This
1: is like the scotch of honey. It is. Because
4: the orange blossom honey is like super acrid That's and the sweet. One I get. It's good, but it's also very like
1: mm-hmm. tip Could of the you tongue sweet. acrid, by the way. Yeah,
4: okay. That's no, the I'm word. good. I'm not
1: fooling. Good. And not describing smoke. <laughs> you know it's what an I mean acrid smoke <laughs> yeah, yeah, you' describing honey.
4: it was like a freight train came over.
1: It's really good. well, bee pollen also you know, so bees are really important.:
4: they're great, they're very important.
1: but like to the world like that, did you oh, yeah. watch that Ellen Page documentary?
4: <laughs> no, but I watched a, some other documentary. did she just produce it, or was she she in was it? the narrator? Okay she Maybe played one of the did. bees she, she, was did, the bee. <laughs> she was the queen bee she was the queen Is it the one where um, they have the uh, is it called uh,
1: What is it called
4: There's two of them, and one of them is really good because it's like an Errol Morris documentary where. These people are like, they're so bizarre.
1: Wait, this one is just—I don't think I've, I haven't seen that one. I oh, wanna... this
4: one's great. This one's like—if you don't even care—if you—if you, if you care nothing about bees or anything, it's just fun to watch because I like
1: <laughs> you like oh, watch it's these, interesting characters.
4: Yeah, because these people, there's this one like semi-religious family, and they're like all these brothers are all like gangly and and like very <laughs> honeyed <kinda>, out. <laughs> oh man, they're honeyed. They're honeyed to the tees. and these guys are just talking at the camera, like, just at length explaining how their strong, their bee boxes are, and. <laughs> It's so they're good. they apiaries? Oh, they're apists. They're apiists. I think they're apiists. They're the berries. No, we're not atheists. They're api... I don't know what to ah, say it. They're apiists. We're not
1: atheists. We're apiists.
4: Oh, we believe in God.
1: <laughs> and beekeeping. Gods and bees. Yeah. Well, I mean, I didn't know that bees were so important until they I are. saw the fall of the bees, I think it's right. called. The with collapse. Okay. But I, everything... I had a peach this morning. Right. Can I just point out that I don't know why people aren't buying peaches. What do you mean? You can go to a store and give them...
4: Also, contingent with this bee problem, there's a peach problem. (laughs) People are not buying peaches anymore.
3: There's a serious... drop. People have lost interest in peaches. (laughs) There's no none. No one's buying peaches.
1: (coughs) Femmes, but for real, there's two foods that I don't understand why grown people aren't eating all the time. Stone fruit.
3: (laughs) It's called stone fruit. What is? Uh, peaches are stone fruit. I thought that was another kind of fruit. No. Stone
4: fruit? It's a stone fruit. Uh, what are you, an encyclopedia of how plums, to have a good time? Plums, peaches, <laughs> nectarines, they're all considered stone fruit. Stone
1: fruit? Yeah. This is a free show. People learn and laugh at the same time. Stone fruit. Stone fruit. Yeah, stone fruit. But peaches are like, they taste like happiness. They taste like yellow. I love them. I it love is, them. I love them. No, I'm not even questioning that you love them. Yeah. I bet you love them. I I'm do just love them. I'm imploring you to go buy some.
4: Okay, I probably and will have get some them in your some home. nectarines. I prefer the nectarines. That's fine, yeah. but
1: be the guy that has some has stone peaches. fruits.
4: Yeah, you got to have some stone fruits laying around.
1: Also, some- fruit in the house is like a sign that you're not a, a complete sociopath too because it, it goes bad pretty it goes quickly. Bad. It means you've been to the store recently. Been to, the store recently. Been to the store recently, right. <laughs> it's
4: a great thing where like if a CSI person comes in your house later like, Oh, these bananas have <laughs> clearly just been bought," you know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Did you just ah! write that down? <laughs> I wrote down flowers because okay. I didn't want to interrupt, but I want to okay. tell you something about flowers <laughs> that Shane Moss taught me. The other fruit, though, I don't want people right. at home who are like hanging on my every word to know what the other fruit that I don't know is. Yeah. Squash flower. No, unless watermelon's in the squash flower oh, family. It's, not. it's definitely not. No, it's definitely It's in not. the watery melon family. It is.
4: It's in the uh, melanomia family. No, it's not. It's I not. have
1: melanomia. You do? It just means I eat too much watermelon. Oh, okay, I can yeah. totally stop. Okay It's not a big deal It's completely benign Yeah I
4: got some watermelon puree But go ahead
1: What do you mean? Watermelon I'm, juice Have you ever been in a restaurant And they have watermelon juice And your I dick have, just falls off? Yeah you like, did It fell off is- right in the
4: watermelon It's like You know you're trying to Fuck that watermelon You're like mm-hmm.
1: Where do you leave your dick behind On that watermelon yeah, rind? Yeah it's a the drunken old drunken tale
4: it's a watermelon
1: rind <laughs> You can't go out with him. He left it on the watermelon rind. I'm
4: going to spin you a watermelon rind.
1: <laughs> it's a story that's so good. your dick falls off.
4: Yeah. Well, I have, that's why my dick's falling off a lot. But well, it's, like, it's like an earthworm where it regenerates. So it's oh, great.
1: good. Or like a, like a lizard's tail.
4: Right, a lizard's tail.
1: I learned that from Starsky and Hutch. Really? We all did. I didn't know. I mean, me and like 50 other people listening really? definitely learned that fact from, from Star- Snoop Dogg. S- s- from Snoop. Because he, he shoots the lizard's tail off and he's like, chill, my homies. It's one of those things where people you wouldn't expect to be like eloquent and knowledgeable right. about the nature, like the animal kingdom. Snoop is kingdom. eloquent.
4: He's very eloquent. Oh I mean, sure, I think he knows. Oh, what about flower though? Can you do Snoop Dogg? I can't. I can't. I, I can't, can't either. But the I, other day I, I was try, trying, and it was myself. so fun. Uh-huh. Yeah, homie. And I what love is them all. this all about? You know, what I realized A bang, about bang. Snoop that guy is very attractive. You think so? I think he is. He's I don't got a unique face. He does. He has a face like, like a cat, like an Egyptian cat. If you had Egyptian your eyes
1: cat. closed and you touched it, yeah, you'd say, is this an Egyptian cat or can it wrap?
4: Is, is this a giant Egyptian cat that cannot be bothered? Ooh, purr, purr. <laughs> <laughs> purr, purr, homie. <laughs> That's not bad. Purr, purr. That's not bad. Purr, purr. I really feel like mm. we could get to. Mm. Mm, it's all about oh. you gotta have the eyes open. You oh. Watch GGN. It's just uh, G G Allen. GGN. It's it's Snoop Dogg's YouTube uh, show. It's like five minutes long. <laughs> it's the greatest show of all time. Why? Because someone who's editing I it, know. someone who's editing it and like making it, kind of gets the joke. They get it. <laughs> they get it like it's bad and they're having fun with it and Snoop I think lets him just go they just let him like
1: and Snoop doesn't necessarily get it
4: I don't know. I kind of like he after does. the
1: fact, like the guy that directed the room. And now he's like, it's right. a comedy. It's okay, a comedy. Yeah. It's not a comedy. I don't
4: know if it's like that as much as Snoop doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> as long as he gets to do his product placement and like make talk that to ghetto. Don Magic make Wand. That yeah. Make that. Mm-hmm. Mom, he, has, he sells his own type of uh, ghetto house shoes. They're branded house shoes. What? He sells them. Uh, they're like slippers. Yeah. But they're called house shoes. House, house slippers. Shooters. I think that's what they're
1: called. Yeah. House slippers. Yeah. That's redundant.
4: Well, I don't know. Who's I mean, wearing it's...
1: slippers at the market. Well, that one crazy lady.
4: I've I've worn them a couple times. I wore them to to a diner once. Slippers?
1: Yeah. Once I get slippers I'll on choose. my feet, I don't want to take them off. Really? Especially if they're those moccasins. But with you that gotta Chewbacca wear socks on the with inside. them. No.
4: This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Pete. <laughs> you do it.
0: I
1: want to go back
4: to flower. What was the flower thing you're gonna who, say? Who <laughs> sang that song? Uh, that was. Uh, don't tell me. That was I uh, have Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan. Jordan. What if yeah.
1: Montel Jordan on his deathbed? He's like, This is not how you did it. <laughs> That's acceptable. Oh, help! Help!
3: This was evidently not <laughs> how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and they play really <laughs> slow. This is how you do No! This is how you do it. <clears throat> This is <laughs> how you do it. This is hard to do. It's dream. Friday night, <laughs> As and he's I don't feel alright. I don't feel real alright. The party's here on the west. No, it's not. We're it's in another.
4: Germany. The bees are dying. <laughs> this is how you do. That's what they play at beehives. You know that they play. They blast that shit at bees. Come on, make more honey. This is how you do it. They play it really fast. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Let's make some honey. And make it real sweet. Go uh, pollinate those avocado trees. Let's-
3: Go falling into all kinds
4: bees. how you dance. Your dick fell
3: off
4: in the <laughs> <ride>. <laughs> Don't make your dick fall off. Make some more bees. You're the queen, queen bee. You don't have a dick. This is how you make. This is how you be a drone bee. you have a drone bee. Make some more honey. Make, make, make more honey. So defend the hive from people. Oh my God! Colony collapses. Order. <laughs> CCD. You got CCD.
3: Colony Collapse Disorder. It's real. I knew it had to be real. My fucking face. (laughs) Colony Collapse Disorder. You gotta see Montel Jordan, that song
4: was trying to warn people about colony collapse disorder all this time. He was trying to- We never listen past it's Friday night. I thought it was a party song. No, it's a (laughs) political song.
3: The bees are so important.
4: Mark Twain said it. He said it. Yeah, he did. I think Twain said something like, uh, My boy Twain said <laughs> uh, he said something like, uh, if the bees stop doing what they're doing, you know, he said it like in
1: six words. If they or, stop what they're doing, they're you, about to ruin.
4: They're about to ruin what you're doing. <laughs> so this is how you do it. You have a guy I think he said we have five years left after the bees die or something like that.
1: Yeah. Well, there's some good Illuminati, bee, Illuminati bees, really? uh, conspiracies that the bee started disappearing right. around the same time we put out those dollar bills that have like. What? Uh,
4: That's cool. I haven't heard that. Wait,
1: oh, you haven't even. Uh, let no. me finish. Anything me with money I have is one. the best.
4: Let me see oh, it's, if got, I have it's got one. an RFID chip in it. Um. There. The strip.
1: See see on the back of a 20, we got all these yellow 20s flying around like fucking bees. bees. Look, I'm not saying that's true, but it is interesting. We started having that bee crisis, and then our Illuminati government puts out this money just kind of rubbing it in our faces.
4: I think it's the, uh, a lot of people think it's pesticide related. But they don't really know.
1: Well, they—they, they, I mean, that's what the ha- that crappy movie, The Happening, yeah. was kind of touching on. They were just dying for no reason. Right. They were just dropping Well, dead. I
4: guess they weren't so much dying as they, they lose their way. They can't find their way back home is what happens oh, to them. Oh, that's a sad little yeah.
1: story. Why yeah. didn't Seinfeld do that for B-Story? <laughs> like a, just a tragedy?
4: I've got colony collapse <laughs> disorder. I
3: can't get back home. Why don't just call it collapse <laughs> disorder? I know it's the colony. I don't go out. Where am I hanging out? That the colony's not there. That's why it's a colony. You got the queen, no king. Just call her the bitch. <laughs> <laughs> There's no king. Political message lost. <laughs> Every drone bee thinks he's the king. I'm the king. I'm the king.
4: Keep making honey. <laughs> it sounds like it actually came from. That. I know. I love riffing oh inside. I haven't seen. I haven't seen B story. It's not
1: bad. B movie.
4: B movie, okay. which is a play it's that a play only on only people I, who like movies get.
1: I think right, or people that are old enough to get I guess so. back in the day, they had B movies. Because like, now there's no
4: such thing as B movies because they're all just not allowed.
1: Yeah, not allowed. You have to have.
4: Oh, is this not a hundred million dollar budget? Well, I don't. I don't know. We got a packet full of stars. Get some stars in here. No, they're all they're all producers. We're all producers on set.
1: That always confuses me when I see like in the credits of of TV shows mostly right. the stars become producers. Oh yeah, I don't know what that means. It means.
4: Well, I think TV, I think it means one of two things. It means one is that person was able to muscle their way or strong in <clears> their way. The, say, so like, hey, I'm so worth, Right. I need to be profit sharing.
1: Or right. It, they, it's like they get stocks yeah. in the show. But it right. doesn't mean, they're not in the writer's room, right? They're just by name only. I don't know. They it, don't get I it input.
4: I think it depends. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, we don't, I don't know. We don't, don't know. Who knows? But
1: you know, you see it's an like. individual basis. Like Johnny Hamm, friend of the show, right? is a producer on Mad Men. We should have asked him what that means. Should have. I mean, he, I, if anybody has a leg to stand on and say I'm essential for the show, it's Johnny Ham.
4: Yeah, I'm sure it's something where like the show gets super big, and like um, you know, second season, a third season, you're like, hey, you start making a um, shit. Ton. So you know, that the show wouldn't be nothing without me. Right, that's me being John Ham. Yeah, but he probably just said the show
1: would be nothing. so
4: show me. me. You know
1: me show. You just have to speak calmly and with a deep voice. In your ride, <clears throat> what do you want to hear? Bets. What I do you ha- want to hear? I'm not saying I can do it Do you but... want a smoothie? <laughs> that's that's your Don Draper
4: Do you want some Do you want a smoothie? I have bee pollen I have uh, blueberries The wild blueberries I also have uh, I have uh, some of this coconut oil It's very you... refined
1: Oh let me tell you What I was going to tell you About flowers I don't Oh know, yeah I want to talk about flowers Because I, I love that you knew About raw honey And I don't care How that makes us sound Um, You know what? I really don't You know what I mean? Right I think that time is over what time? To kind of feel s- bad about knowing that uh, cooked honey removes... Because there's good... Like, mean, honey is good sound like a query because you
4: know too much about honey? That's what I'm right, saying. Yeah.
1: You need to know a certain amount of honey, about honey to prove that you're a heterosexual. <laughs> yeah. Be like, oh, I know it's sweet and it goes good on toast. And Give that, me that pussy.
3: And that's all I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> Blast me with questions about honey. Quiz me on honey. Quiz me. You want to prove that I'm straight? Fire missiles of questions down my face. I got nothing to return with. I don't know. Is it avocado flavor? Do they add avocado flavoring? I don't know. What's an avocado? Is that a type of meat I haven't eaten? What is that, a fruit? Sure don't taste sweet to me. Get on out of my horse stall. Get out. Get you out of here. Get you out of my horse. You're turning my horse gay. Get you out. Go on, go on, kid. Take your questions down to
4: the capital. Ask one of them queerleos down there. (laughs) Queerleos? Queerleos. One of those
3: honey sucking queerleos. Those (laughs) fagalitos. You got a problem? Fagalitos? What are them Fagalitos? Fagalitos. <laughs> Don't feed my horse an avocado. Ooh. If it's not sweet, it's not a fruit in this barn. <laughs> How dare. The very idea. <laughs> he gets kind of proper. <laughs> I'm a gas. <laughs> I am I, I am shocked in a way that that word does not even begin to describe <laughs> I'm going to need a moment of quiet journaling to adequately describe how I feel right now. I will need a Thessareris. <laughs> Thessareris? I will be needing a Thessareris to <laughs> reply to this such a type of palaver I ain't ever been able to comprehend or redo. i palaver
0: this <laughs> to the death. <laughs>
1: Oh my God! You're reminding me. I used to have a bit about how really dumb people will over uh, overcompensate for their right. stupidity. And, I, and the point of the bit, I tried not to be mean about it. I stopped doing the bit because it sounded too mean. But I was like, just just be as smart as you are. Don't don't right. try and overshoot it. Just be you. You oh. know what I mean. But the, yeah. the therizinosaur made me think of I, in the bit the, the person it was like a girl giving her phone number and she goes it's open parenthesis, nine one seven oh closed parentheses which I thought was so funny that's weird anyway that's,
4: you you've seen that movie Idiocracy right oh yeah that's my favorite part about that is the way like the cops talk they're like you have been described to be a criminal here now and you will be take it's like they do like it's like the ah, fake smart talk yes it's like. Oh, but it's all ugh.
1: right, right, right. And that, th-
4: that's real, though. It happens all the time. You're like what cops you talk that oh, way. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Co- cops are a classic. Cops do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, no, like it's gross. People in court. That's that's right. Like if you have two rednecks in court, that's where you have like, Your Honor, I would like to draw everyone in the room. This being a four-wall, <laughs> ceiling, floor system of a room here in which my statement. Here written on paper with pen, which some call ink, draw (laughs) thine attention, post haste to the paper with... (laughs) Objectionation, objectionation here.
4: I will do a call to the front where wood is being (laughs) held to say forth now forever to be ridden that this is an instrumentation of denial that has been orchestrated by the way we are doing it wrong because he
3: called my wife a whore. Uh, And that is a truth statement
4: that was uh, delivered. uh, Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor,
3: Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor, Your Honor, Honor, Defense. Yeah, I will point out to Exhibit W. His wife is a whore. Does the W stand for wife or whore? Your choice. <laughs> Your choice. It, uh,
4: please make a de- denotation there that the W of exhibit is not the, the number of that letter corresponding to alphabet, but because whore starts with W. Yep.
1: Well, yeah. The, the sternomag, the sternomatic man doesn't know how to
3: type this.
4: Um. Please tell Sternomatic lady there that this is a uh, not a can of soup, but a real life. <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh, finished. <laughs> in, in closing,
3: this is not a can of soup. It is real, real life. life. That is the perfect thing to say yeah. in any situation. <laughs> Just so you know, you walk out of a murder, you have a smoking gun, and the cops are there. This is not a can of soup. It's real life. And you walk. And you got chocolate on your face too. Yeah. <laughs> what?
4: <laughs> what? I didn't eat any
3: chocolate.
4: <laughs> I wanna just go around like that and walk around with a bunch of chocolate on my face and just be like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> 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 What? Oh, chocolate! No,
3: I can't eat that. I'm allergic. Ah. Um. Oh my god! Talking about how you've been vegan for three months and you have chicken skin <laughs> yeah. on
4: your face. What? No,
3: ah, I haven't touched chicken. Oh, no, uh, beef. Just barbecue sauce what? everywhere.
4: Oh. I don't know what that is. It must be like a must be like a weird plant. I ate. <laughs> you know, plants—they're really weird. They're everywhere. That's probably some of that uh, pollen from that crazy crazy uh, tree, mesquite tree, mesquite, mesquite. <laughs>
1: Uh, little uh, mesquite I'll tell you about flowers now Okay, flower
4: <coughs> He's I dying uh, I'm, I am dying from laughter F-L-O-W-E-R What's that mean? Oh, flower I was just spelling it Flower I was giving you like a little bit of a break there. Oh, thank yeah, you
1: yeah. yeah, we can take breaks Okay Listen to what it sounds like Listen to what it In fact, listen to what it feels like
4: Hmm Hmm yeah. Hmm uh. <sighs> I Yeah, oh, not hmm. Feel
3: like I'm looking in, in yeah. your crib. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm your dad and I'm checking in on little baby Johnny. Like weird,
4: baby Johnny. Like, why is he saying like weird little snippets of conversations?
3: He, he hasn't said his first word, but when we put him to sleep, he has full conversations. He's already
4: thinking too much. <laughs> you no, can't so, tell me where can't. to park. What? Well, well, I, I just, I didn't see a sign. I, 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 I figured that it was. Oh well, I have permission. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I didn't. Is that really?
1: Should oh, we okay. should we wake him up? No, <laughs> That's just, me to my um, wife. <laughs>
4: should
1: we wake him up? What, what's the rule? That's like, sleepwalking. You no, can wake somebody up if they're talking. I, I, I,
4: I, I don't know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. Walking That's is Monday, not the same
1: as talking. I'm going to wake him up. Is it, is it?
4: Johnny?
3: You don't pull a knife out of a man! <laughs> this isn't a can of soap! Are you a doctor?
1: <laughs> Why is it that you always leave the knife in? That seems to be agreed upon. I think it
4: depends on where you get stabbed.
1: Really? Yeah. All right. I'm stabbed, stabbed in the, in the heart. heart. In the heart.
4: I think that's the idea. If you get stabbed in the heart, leave like, it in.
1: Yeah. Because <laughs> the heart is just like, I guess this is our life now.
4: <laughs> yeah. This is just definitely common knowledge, right? You know. So all of you out there, when you get stabbed, <laughs> yeah. be sure to
1: leave it. Leave in. it in. Did you see? Uh, <laughs> What was that movie? Uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal uh, End of Watch. End of watch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you know what I'm talking about. Right. I they don't left remember that, that knife in. They That's did. a That's very right. traumatic scene. Oh man. I don't care for that. Also I've been watching House lately. I don't care. The writers cannot wait to write more scenes where the patient gets the needle through the pupil. Really? They love oh, needle yeah. through the pupil. That's so, like so some
4: Boonwell shit right there. So, what is it? That director Louise Boonwell is like an <laughs> old French he's an old French director, but he has that Oh, the What's movie that? where they
1: cut the eye? Yeah. Yeah, it's but it's like a giraffe's that. eye? Right. I read about that. I don't it's know like... how I know it's a giraffe's eye. Oh, I didn't know that. I did not know that. They did not cut a human eye, but they no. did cut a giraffe's eye.
4: Right, and it's very effective.
1: It's gi- shocking. You know the giraffe is up there being like, no way they're getting my eyes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they're all the hey. way up here. Yeah, hey. If well, anybody's well, eyes are safe. Most
4: well, it's probably going to be a giraffe, because I know <laughs> one thing is safe in my body. It's my eyes. So, oh, I'm going to be over here and not get my eyes.
3: Ah! <laughs> Wait, why do those people have a ladder? <laughs> ah! <laughs> I was Jeffrey from Toys R Us! <laughs> <laughs> and they
1: take out his eyes. Fucking terrible monsters. Jeffrey from Toys That was a good pull. I was happy with oh, that, that, that pull. that was deep. What were we saying? Knives, Flower. eyes. Oh, house. Needle through the eye. But what you learned Flowers. about... What you learned... Uh, so Shane Moss is big into, like, uh, not uh, etymology, uh, the origin of... Uh, words. Of, of not words. That would be etymology, right?
4: Etymology. E-T, etymology. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Etymology. He's, he's into entomology.
1: I like the entomology of etymology. Why do we call it etymology? Well, that's entomology's bugs. Oh, uh, what's e- en- Etymology's etymology? Etymology's words. Etymology.
4: Ent is bugs, yeah.
1: What, en Entomology.
4: Endemol. I don't know what endemology is. It's the baby again. Endemol.
1: Endemology.
4: It's it like a mixing board. <laughs> that's that's Etorol. <laughs>
0: but he t- shout out
4: to my boys, Eaterol mixing <coughs> board. Ah, peace. Yeah. Uh, shout Shout to my boys, at I Just got faded down. Sorry, that was like. Wait, a- did I you, you? I wait. just faded myself. Did you hear that? That was a pretty smooth smooth fade. It was
1: excellent. It was so good I thought my earphones were I don't broken. think I can do
4: it again. Actually, that was one of those things where now that I thought about it, I'm like, "Wow, that was such a good natural personal fade that if I try to do it again,
1: try let's let's both. Let's, let's I don't want to put you on the okay. spot. That's not my job. Okay. In fact, I'm, wait, how did you do? I don't even know I don't how know. you did. I don't know how I did You're it either. Faded I don't know. Into your voice. I don't know. I faded it down up uh, <laughs> like a mixing board, like an
4: Eterol mixing
1: board. You know what's weird is I can feel my breath leaving and I feel right. like I'm closing the valve on my breath, which, by the way, I, are you, this is this sounds like a high thought, but I, I don't really oh. smoke the weed. But I think about like when you hold your breath, right. you're giving the command to your throat to close some little valve, which I find kind of disgusting. Is that true? I mean, you are.
4: The flap, the epiglottis some, flap? You're
1: closing the epiglottal flap. The flap. So you're going, <gasps> and then, so here I am at the top of my breath, but then when I decide to hold it. What I'm doing is sending a message from my brain to a very specific, flappy little piece of my body that's going, got it, finally, called to work. Finally, I can do this until I die. (laughs) And then he closes it. Oh,
3: shit, I just killed us. (laughs) Well, if he malfunctions... I
4: just fired myself. That
1: that is a high thought, is how does that guy know to, like, what if he malfunctions and just stays shut? That's terrifying. I'm terrifying myself. That's a
4: thing we used to do back in the dorms it's when you get really high, if you just want to focus Someone you say, hey, are you, are you breathing backwards? <laughs> and that, like about a minute later, that person's like, no, all of a sudden they start coughing because they're like, they are no longer able to breathe because they can't tell.
1: <laughs> of how, yeah. It's, uh, I find it's all gross. of it, I find the whole body gross. That Breathing is weird. Being high, I was mm-hmm. actually just talking about this uh, with my brother. Um, we were talking about the the feeling when you when you smoke a lot of pot, and it's a very common freak out to notice how you're breathing and yeah, get you, that feeling that if you stop breathing, you'll die.
4: Right, because you just become suddenly <clears throat> so aware of your body.
1: Right. Yeah. It's disturbing. It's disturbing. And your heart, like this is what I was going to share with you, is the, is the idea of all of it is gross to me. Mm-hmm. Lungs, heart, stomach. Poo 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 well it's a pretty natural this segue we've talked about yeah. the no coal
4: the no coal yeah I don't think I refer to it so casually <laughs> well, oh that,
1: I didn't mean to be flipped
4: no I, no, I think that's great no coal yeah <laughs> I, I wish that, that <laughs> well, was like a thing do... like oh oh you're, you're no coal okay <laughs> We have your seat over here. Like, the
1: no Cole wars? Yeah, they just know. Everyone yeah. knows. Everybody knows no colon. no Cole You mean Johnny no Cole Pemberton? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no Cole Well, tell me what that... I, I, I don't even remember how traumatic it was. Was this a traumatic experience? You don't have a colon.
4: No, I don't have one. You you just a large have a intestine. Straight,
1: you, you're missing the large intestine. You do have a colon. No. No, you have a sphincter.
4: I have... Well, yeah.
1: They let you keep the pooping.
4: Yeah, they have a sphincter. But
1: it goes straight from the stomach.
4: It goes straight from the end of the small intestine.
1: You explain it. Well, I'm doing. Such I had a bad something job. called
4: colitis, ulcer, ulcer, ulcerative colitis, ulcerative, colitis. which is like a. It's a bowel disease. It's like Crohn's, but instead of affecting
1: for some reason, small I, large I forgot bowel. that it was a disease. Now I see why yeah. calling you No cold might be insensitive. I thought maybe there's it was no, how you were that's born. That's the thing no, no, swapped no, it out. Oh no,
4: it wasn't like a born thing. It wasn't like a hereditary or what's it called? I don't know. There's a cool word when they have something when you're born. I forget What it is? But, ah,
1: fucking dicks. Um,
4: Fucking dicks Um, (laughs) Fucking dicks It wasn't fucking dicks actually It was just uh,
1: It was a thing from disease But Leave that for the The honey lovers
4: You have that disease And it's like really bad Like you know You have to go Bathroom all the time What are the
1: symptoms So you're you're Well uh,
4: Yeah you go to the bathroom a lot And sometimes it can be Well often very urgent yeah, and it's uh, off frequent and it's cramping and bloating and when and you did feel it sick. start? How old was it? I was you? ten years old, maybe. Oh yeah, wow, I was pretty young. So, it was so you of kind
1: of—I'm like, not trying to be cute here. You're you're kind of new to shitting anyway. Like I know you've been yeah. shitting for ten years, but like you're you're, you're it's still, something where I feel like I mastered shitting around twenty-one.
4: <laughs> yeah, I have a,
1: <laughs> man, wow. Well, you're just so young. Uh, yeah, to when, when well, do you, I have
4: a very vague memory of like having <clears> a. A quality BM. <laughs> you have a vague memory of a quality yeah. BM. As a,
1: you know what Discant I do too? Times. As a kid being like impressed by the magnificence. Yeah. And I still remember that shit.
4: I'm sure kid poos are great. Kid poos are great. You're so clean. Yeah, you're so clean. You're like, you're eating like a small amount of, uh, not crazy different amounts of food. You're right. Like, you
1: know, you're not, it's not your diet at that point. Your body, you're like a new car and right. you can handle anything. Right. Your stomach is excited that mm-hmm. something's there. It wants to show totally. how good it is. And then it sends out these perfect kid turds.
4: It does. They're just like logs of, logs of the Lord.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like the king himself took a dump.
4: So I had that disease for a while and it's like, it's so horrible. It's like the worst. It's like just the, the worst thing because it's super, obviously pooping is embarrassing. It's Already. hard enough to be like. 12 or 14 or 16 sucks. So yeah. to have to go to the bathroom all the time and to have to be like super self-conscious about that is horrible. So, you're, then,
1: so it was, wasn't was diagnosed right away. You just dealt with it for no, a long No, I was time.
4: diagnosed when I was about 10. Because <clears> I grew up in Rochester, Minnesota, which is like where the Mayo Clinic is, uh-huh. which is this world-class medical uh, institution. So it's the kind of thing where going to the doctor is like, you know, it's uh, frequent and it's not like a big deal. And right. everyone there is like the, the, all the best doctors in the world. So, wow. Uh, I had a diagnosed because I was having problems because the Mayo brothers were these pair of, <laughs> the
0: I
1: mean, Mayo I'm not kidding. Will we and got Charles, a pitch for you. What's your name? The Mayo brothers beat it. Will
4: and Charlie, they grew up in Lister, Minnesota. And there was a big, there was a big hurt. This is like, every, this is like drilled into every kid who grows up there. But yeah. They, yeah uh, into there us. was a big tornado in like the late 1800s that destroyed that whole part of Minnesota. And they were doctors, you know, they worked with their dad, who was a doctor on some farm. And they came into Rochester and worked with the sisters of, I think, St. Francis or assisi to, like, help all these people <clears> out. <throat> and they set up a practice with the with the uh, the nuns or the, with the uh, the sisters. And they just sort of – it kind of grew from there. And they were just – they were like uh, – they were really big on research and experimenting and just doing, like – Pushing forward the science of medicine, yeah. so it became this thing where people came to learn from them, and it just became like this learning institute, which it still is today. It's a it's considered a teaching hospital where uh-huh. they
1: um uh, yeah it's, you don't it, want to get that understudy for your big day. Well, well I'm here to
3: learn. Oh, that's what that is. <laughs> oh, I thought that was the uvula. Okay, I'm gonna now begin your heart surgery <laughs> by cutting into your skin or epiderminitis.
4: Epidermiditis. <laughs> Unless you have a story.
3: <laughs> what if a doctor was so put together as the clipboard? He's perfect. He's just like,
1: well, Mr. Pemberton. I want you to be very, very calm. I am going to do a small incision in your this <laughs> Like he just can't. Say, he knows he's saying it wrong.
4: <clears throat> That's why they don't let those guys talk. <sighs> the surgeons. Well,
3: sometimes it's keep like, the masks
4: on. You get the nurse. The nurses uh, take care of that, and the surgeon comes in. Yeah, there's hello. Like, I have a call, there's all kinds of crazy stories about surgeons who, like, um, my mom used to work with, guys who are just, like... Was super, she a nurse? She was a nurse, and she was a scrub nurse, but she would tell me, like, this one guy would come and people, he'd walk in their room, now I make eye contact, look at the chart, and go, like, yeah, that leg's going to have to come off, and then just sign something and leave. Oh, and my so, like, God. But he's a, he a great surgeon, just very, very
1: coarse bedside manner. I mean, I'm totally getting... <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally getting this from Scrubs, but isn't aren't surgeons more and the movie Gross Anatomy. Aren't surgeons more like that way, like we gotta cut it off. They they're not interested in internal medicine.
4: Uh I think that can be the case. I think it kind of depends though. I think things have changed a lot recently where there's a lot of there's a lot more homeo not homeopathic, but um raw honey.
1: Yeah, a lot Actually, more raw. Actually, raw honey. honey is really good for cuts. Is it? Oh, yeah. You can put this on your cuts. You're kidding me. I'm not kidding. Cuts. You're, you're supposed to use a different kind, but... Um, <laughs> a
4: different kind of honey yeah, for it's, cuts? It's
1: called like manzukas, Jason Manzookas. Oh, Manzoukas you're talking
4: about that, that kind of manuka honey.
1: Manuka honey. Yeah, is, that's it, from
4: Australia. That stuff tastes really good. It is really Ooh, good. Oh, God. It's so I, good.
1: I take little packets of it on the road because they have travel packets. I got the same thing, please. Oh, shit. I <laughs> I take it because of uh, my throat before it shows it's the best yeah
4: which so you like squeeze it in
1: squeeze it in you just go like Aha. put it in my face nice nice indeed yeah so please keep going
4: okay so uh yeah i had that, i was had that sickness for a long time and it sucks it's horrible and there's a thing where <clears throat> um there's all kinds of different ways to treat it like you take i was on steroids for almost a year and a half and i bloomed Lying. up like had, like a big chipmunk face this was like in the sixth grade i think oh no um, how long did that last for almost a year, I think. You and had chipmunk face for yeah, a year. Yeah, because steroids make you uh retain
1: water, so you get like all puffy. Oh no. But this is terrible. There's all
4: yeah, it wasn't that, it's not that bad. That bad.
1: big face.
4: It could be worse. Um It
1: certainly could be worse, but it's it's a hard time. Yeah, it, I mean like, it was I was uh, tall and doughy and I I have nightmares about junior really? high. You you were
4: Yeah, I guess it's I mean, I don't know if it's, it's good for anybody and if it is, usually people who have a really great time in junior high aren't the people who are like 10 years later,
1: just, you know. Well, they peaked. That's it. They yeah. were, they killed You're it. You're done. You got your you got your time, yeah. and you killed it. Oh, where,
4: where, the, the well is dry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Now oh. get out of my barn. <laughs> so I uh, had all these different treatments and stuff, and none of them really worked. So there's a thing where. <laughs> the
3: well is dry. The well is dry. I wish people could see your The face. well of
4: my soul is dry. <laughs> what can I do for you? I have nothing left to offer. What can I do for you?
3: What can I do? I'm not from the south, but it's how I talk. <laughs> I, I got nothing left to give. What I, can I do for you? I got nothing left. I spent it all up in grade nine. All spent. Woo! Killed Ooh. it in grade nine. Woo! Hit that shit hard.
0: <laughs> Damn, it's all now on me like a
3: fountain of love. <laughs> you couldn't stop me in grade nine like a fire hose fire hose with a hole in it (laughs) i'm just a friend that woos after everything what's his name i don't know he just gets woo. Woo. that's right i preached in grade six wow that was early peak (laughs) must have felt good Uh, i felt real good slept with my teacher (laughs) i slept with my teacher and killed the principal and then I here I am. How you doing? They let me be the principal for four months before anyone noticed. Write me a letter. I made a cookie day. I made a grab booby day. Grab booby day. It was grab booby day. I had cookie day once. Woo! Put a cookie on a booby, double it up. Woo! <laughs> Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> the weekend. We call that weekend.
4: I'm working for the weekend. I know about you, but we're working. I got nothing to give. I had a landlord say that to me in Tallahassee. <laughs> I was. I wished him a happy Martin Luther King Day. He was like, oh, we're working here. I was like, oh, okay. Your thoughts. Great.
3: Oh, we're working here. We're working today. We're working in spite of Mr. King. Oh, take a day off? Uh, I don't think so. We're going to work harder than we've ever worked today just to show Mr. King, who's boss. He's dead. I know he's dead, but he's going to get that message. That we do not respect his national
4: holiday. Oh, we are working. Banks are closed. Museums are closed. But we are working here at this little landlord office today in Tallahassee, Florida. We are working. (laughs) We are eating cheese. We are fat. Oh, man. That guy.
3: (laughs) Oh, we're working today. Oh. 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 We are working today, son. We are working. Oh dear, you are mistaken, <laughs> Martin Luther. What? Oh, king for a day, maybe not here, not today. We are oh, oh, working. <laughs> <laughs> I don't Martin Luther King Jr. more like Carl's Jr. Yeah. And now I'm gonna pick up a shift. I'm gonna work on that burger. <laughs> work on cooking some bacon.
4: Oh, what's up at the crack of D? <laughs> Don <Darn>, that is. <laughs> Making sure we got some signed leases. <laughs> Just
3: double-checking the paperwork, not sleeping in. Because, oh, we working. Oh, we working today.
2: Oh, we working today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it again. I'll be you. Okay. Hey, happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Oh.
4: We're working today, son. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh. Oh! I think maybe he even laughed. He was like, <laughs> We're working today. Oh, we're working today. I just remember it so clearly. He laughed, and he just emphasized, Oh, we're working today. <laughs> that is so terrible. Yeah. All right. So, um, got so, the, the big
1: head, big face, sorry.
4: The, yeah. Well, all these treatments, they didn't not I'm more, worked. Honey. Okay. They didn't work. It was a thing where it's really good. the longer you have a uh, disease like that, so, it's, ul- it's ulcerative. So, you have ulcers in your, inside the walls of your colon. So, uh, that causes cell dysplasia, which is like a precursor to cancer. So, the longer you have uh, some disease like that, your chances of getting colon cancer like triple every year. Yikes. So, it's a thing. Colon cancer is already incredibly Big common. for, for fellows, right? Uh, fellows, just just Americans
1: in general. Just Americans yeah. in general. Because of the uh, high meats. Are you a vidya? Well, Vegetarian? Um, I kind
4: of have lately been trying to be, but I'm. I was, hey, weird. I was, I'm about I, 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 uh, eighty yeah, percent. Yeah, me too.
1: I'm a fleegan, flexible. 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 You know what I mean? Vegan, if I'm in yeah. a Wrigley Field, I'll eat a goddamn hot dog, but I, right, I won't yeah. feel great about it.
4: Yeah, don't feel good about it. But that's what makes it. Um, yeah, but that's a whole other thing.
1: That's what, we could talk about that. Yeah, um, I love talking about nutrition, but let's stay on the coal.
4: Right. So none of these things worked really, and I got. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a second, I was like, is he licking a piece of amber? Like, is that Pete's licking stone he keeps here? No, but it was the...
1: <laughs> Kitty, have you seen my licking stone? I'm I about to start the podcast. I, I don't that- see my licking piece of amber.
4: Uh, the reason I thought that is because I have been known to lick a stone. <laughs> <laughs> I have licked, like, a piece of stone, I think, when I was stripping or something. You know? Oh, it's just... Because
1: like, it's so smooth. Well, the more time you say it, the more I kind of... It's like hard water, but it's right. not ice. Like, right. ice is like, fuck you, why are you so cold? Yeah, you're it's, melting. A stone is like, first of all, I'm here forever, baby, mm-hmm. and I'm just as smooth as ice. The fuck? That is not a good alarm. It's my
4: parking That's alarm. That's how
1: you like waking up?
4: No, it's my alarm to move my car for street cleaning.
1: It Out front?
4: No, from uh, my house. Oh. I'm here now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, well, "That's a weird law." No, I parked in the back. <laughs> in the there, I there you did I tell you to park in the back?
4: No, I just t- I assumed it. I, don't I took it do, upon myself, but
1: I, I thought I thought that okay. Licking Stone. Licking that, stone. That, that riff was good. It was good. You know what I mean? I like the stone, you know, like kind of uh, what is it called when you make a, a thing a person anthropomorphizing? Yeah. Yeah. When like March of the Penguins
4: did for penguins?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gave them spirits, yeah. and souls and intentions. And just
4: Birds. They're just really big birds.
1: <laughs> they're gross too.
4: Yeah. Oh, they're nasty. If, if you, and, you, and, you,
1: and you just that feeling that they they need to be preserved by the cold. Yeah. Like the thought of a warm penguin kind of getting oh my prickly. God. The like The smell. A, like a kiwi. You know what I mean? It's just got the little hairs. S-
4: the smell.
1: And he smells like a fucking freezer that's turned off a few weeks ago. That
4: gasoline smell. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You would drop kick a penguin if it was in your house. I don't think so. I mean, here's the situation that I I didn't explain. You're saying like you the infinitive. You woke up, and there it is in Mm. the dark, and you don't know what it is. You're definitely kicking it. Got
4: it. So,
1: back to something. No coal.
4: Uh, Well, you still
1: have a coal, but it's got uh, a three times chance.
4: Yeah, your instance for colon cancer just triples every year, so it's a thing where if none of the treatment works, there's no reason to have it in there because they have ways of... uh, Taking it out and you still living and working fine. Right. So I had it taken out about I guess about ten years ago at this point, maybe a little more. And um, wait, how a, old are you?
1: That's the when you Google you, the first thing that comes up is age. Really? Like it fills it in for you. I Johnny Pemberton age is
4: well, yeah. Wh- why why say it now?
1: Oh, you don't say?
4: I mean, I don't think so. No, it's I, not
1: on your Facebook or something.
4: No, I don't. I don't have Facebook. I turned You it off. can't find how old you are? You could. You could if you wanted to. Okay. But it's one of those things where I get asked enough to where- You like, like the mystery. Why, why make it easy for if you want to know something so bad? Yeah. Fucking spend some time. Yeah. Spend 10 minutes. Get in there. Yeah. Yeah. Give them um, a treasure map. But you can figure it out. You can infer. You can infer. Yeah.
1: Well, well, based on the references you're getting. Right. I'm teasing. Yeah, I, I turned no 15
4: idea. about 15 years ago. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um,
3: <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Figure it out. Add figured out. up. up.
4: So I had the I had that thing taken out and um had it done at Mayo. And uh that's it's like a two-part surgery though. It's a thing where they take out the colon and they re- reconst- this thing called a it's called a J pouch. Mhm. Um, that has nothing to do with my name. It's just that's a coincidence.
1: <laughs> they named it yeah. after you.
4: They did. They take the ending of your small intestine and they they turn it back on itself to create like a J and they create they basically create like a little sort of um, rectum slash colon because your rectum is not your anus. Your rectum is actually before it's like the uh, the loading dock. Yeah Sort of, yeah The but, holding place Right, the holding place That's where out. the shit boards mm-hmm. It's like, it's ready like, to go, sir
1: <laughs> It's checking its, it's gate the, uh, Yeah, yeah uh, It's the gate A1 Okay, here
4: we are Um, We're ready I mean, <laughs> we, we've been here for a while now you gonna board the plane or what's going on? And you're in public
1: so you keep oh, delaying Oh, the zone flight. one,
4: okay It's that kind of thing it's Zone <laughs> one, got it No problem
1: I uh, no, don't mind Diarrhea is first class
4: It mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 makes so much sense Oh my god, that's so true God, why are you in such a hurry to get on this damn thing you to be sitting on for five hours <laughs>
1: Cutting the line <laughs>
4: That's what I think they should do. They should reverse it. First class should be able to get on last, like show up like last second.
1: Well, a lot. Of, I think a lot of them do that. That's what I like to hey, do. Hey, we were on a plane together we and you tried to chat me. Remember? I did. You yeah. Didn't... I, d- I didn't open the screen until we were leaving.
4: Yeah, I just figured I would try to see if they get. In, I would get in trouble again. I don't
1: understand how you could get in trouble because you said you I like chatting it. because there's a chat on Virgin Flight right. and you chatted everyone in first class. I don't know how you could have gotten in trouble because when the request comes up, it says accept deny, right. deny all requests. Right. So you can't be hassled. It's because someone, I saw it knew someone's it was an idiot. Yeah, someone's, someone's an, an idiot. idiot
4: they're like, oh, how
1: dare? They They immediately complained. Yeah. First request. Didn't think maybe it's a so. mistake. They they just assumed but, and complained.
4: But as soon as that stu- stewardess lady told me that, I was instantly like, oh, I'm going to do this at least 10 more times. Now.
1: Yeah, of course. And how
4: great it would be to k- get kicked off a plane? Yeah. They had to make an emergency landing. Why? Well, someone in uh, seat twenty six A by the fucking bathroom right. kept making chat requests to first <laughs> class, so we had we had we were forced to land the plane. emergency. Yes, yes,
1: gross, stupid. Yeah. I would have accepted. I know. Sorry. And
4: so no, the keyboard didn't even work. I just was doing it just to, just to try to.
1: <laughs> okay, so uh, no. Coal. Okay,
4: so you get the thing taken out and make the J pouch in you. J pouch is um, to
1: simulate some sort of colon.
4: Right to give you like a reservoir, like a pre-reservoir. So well, that's the whole point of your the ending of your bowels is it's like we're not like um like lesser animals where they just a lot of, there's a lot of smaller animals that just go to the bathroom. Like as it comes it goes. Right. So we have the And they
1: have um, to eat constantly. Right. And or, we Right?
4: Yeah. We can like we have this great thing where we can eat and we can wait and then we have to go to the bathroom. It's like, oh you have you can choose when to go to the bathroom and where. You can deposit right. it in a toilet.
1: It is kind of a weird it's thing pretty that convenient. sets us yeah. apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So But also isn't that to get nutrients from it? I I have to well, assume you know more than me. it's kind they. of
4: both. I mean, all mammals do that for the most part. They can like poop when they want to poop. They don't have to like poop. They're not constantly right. pooping.
1: But I mean that see, people that say we should be eating meat argue that we don't ha- like cows have six stomachs. Mm-hmm. And that's so they can digest the grass over and over yeah, and over to get are, enough out of it.
4: Are Fucking stupid.
1: <laughs>
4: that is Tell so me what dumb. you mean. Well, I mean, like, you can eat, people can eat, uh, all, we're omnivores, you know? We can eat all kinds of stuff. Right. Or we're designed to eat whatever we want to eat. Right, okay, um, there you go. But we're not designed to eat a ton of, well, this is like, such a long discussion, but it's like, it's, I think it's It's all cultural. It's not cultural, it's, um. what is it? it what's the word? It, you know, because different, different groups of people can eat different types of food, can handle it more. Hmm. Like, if you're like an Inuit, you can eat. Blubber. Ninety percent fat and you're yeah. fine and you don't right. as long as you keep it simple and don't have a lot of other like uh weird sugars and stuff, it's like it's well, something pe- about that. People make worth- the
1: argument that the Inuits come up a lot because it, it's the it's carbs and, and processed foods that showed right. up. Like, it, when when we look at our whole history as consuming things, right. carbs and processed foods are, like, very, very new.
4: They're very new. Uh, food product.
1: <clears throat> yeah, food product.
4: Which is, like, what Michael uh, – you know, that, you ever read that writer, Michael Pollan? He ta- writes a lot about that. He wrote that book, The Omnivore's Dilemma, or The Body of oh, yeah, Desire. Oh, sure, sure, But he talks a lot about how so much of the food we eat now isn't food. It's food product. It's right. been, like – yeah, it's not actual food, really, in the, right. t- in the traditional well, that, sense. Well, that's of his food. thing.
1: He says eat food. That was his second book. Yeah,
4: eat food, mostly plants.
1: Not too much. Yeah, that's the three steps. Well, that
4: but that kind of goes back into um, bowel disease because uh, the type of bowel disease I had, colitis and Crohn's, are almost non-existent in any third world countries. Almost huh. non-existent. So. What a lot of people think is that it has to do with it's an autoimmune disorder and it has to do with it's like a m- disease of cleanliness because everything we eat is so, so, um, like honey, for instance. Yes. Most honey is not raw, it's right. been cooked down. It's had like the life cooked out of it. And so if we're intaking all these things, our bodies are designed to handle tons of like bombardment from bacteria and all sorts of, um, fauna that's in the world and flora and fauna that's out there mm-hmm. but we don't have any of it we live our, we, our western diets are so sterilized oh we're not
1: getting the enzymes that help right. us digest things
4: and so what happens is is that your body turns on itself because it's it has nothing to attack And that, there's some some theory that that's um that that's what causes uh bowel disease like that hmm. and
1: it, it's Do not, you take enzymes
4: I used to do a lot of probiotics. I ate a lot of yogurt, like probiotic yogurt and sure. stuff like that. But oh, to some extent, you Kim-Buches. can't really um, – you can't really. I don't know. It's such, it's such a long discussion, but it's like
1: – Well, I remember you I, – I talked to you briefly about it at Tiger Lily, and I was like, oh, did you get colonics? And I kind of hinted right. at you at the different weird things you can do. Not right. Not trying to solve your problem at all, but telling you about some of the things I did. Right. I remember – it was it was funny. It wasn't like off putting. You were kind of anti that stuff. You were a little bit. I, I remember you called uh, colonic's witch doctors.
4: Well, because they are colonic's are they're s- <laughs> so, so it so is absolute uh, can I, crockery?
1: Can I just just to play uh, devil's right. advocate? I don't get colonic's. I have had a colonic right. in my life, but uh, it a was, lot of people
4: have had colonic's. I yeah. just wanted
1: to see what it was about, to be honest. Uh, oh, I know yeah. that's kind of a weird thing to no, say. No, I don't think
4: it's that weird. <clears throat>
1: I don't know. The the prospect of better pooping will kind of get me anywhere. Not that my poops are... Oh, I just made myself uncomfortable. The
4: thing about a colonic is it implies that there's something wrong with your... There's something dirty with your intestines, which is...
1: Well, that they're impacted with shit. Yeah.
4: Which is also not true, unless you you're have- You're
1: not the first person on the show to say that. Is yeah. that not true?
4: It's only true if you have a miserable diet and you have some sort of like diverticulitis, if you're overweight, maybe, mm. if you're eating just tons of uh, like white bread. and, and white like, bread. Just maybe you have an impaction, but fecal impaction can kill you. And if you have a true fecal impaction, it's like- You'd be in an incredible amount of pain. See, it's like
1: It was Joel McHale, I think, was the other right? person that said that that was a crock of, sh- <laughs> crock of shit. Yeah, but the weird thing is like when people things. do cleanses and stuff, uh, where you're fasting, right. you do kind of you do shit the whole time.
4: You do, yeah.
1: So that that seemed like look, I'm I'm not an expert on it, right. but like okay, so when I got the colonic, you can watch the shit come out, and shit's coming out. Yeah,
4: poop's coming out.
1: So you're getting like a big, big, big shit, and right. then the other thing is some of the cleanses. This is so gross, but I mean, like you can kind of tell that things seem older or whatever. Again, an amateur's yeah. diagnosis.
4: I mean, I think it's a thing that um, it's definitely for your brain and not for your body.
1: Really, the just, just to yeah. feel like you're doing you something. You feel like, oh, I'm so
4: much lighter now. I'm so much better. A placebo. When all you have to do, really, is just eat less crap, right? And eat less of it,
1: and let your body cleanse itself, right? Is that is that your yeah, jam? because
4: your body's not broken <clears throat> unless it is, unless you have an d- actual disease or something. Are, are you like hip that? to the
1: Gerson therapy and all that? stuff? I don't sort know about stuff? that. That's that's basically these are the guys that back in the '60s, I believe, right. uh, it is the '60s, said that they had a cure for cancer and cure okay. for basically everything, which was. Uh, uh, like a vegan diet, right. it gets worse. Vegan diet, okay, people right. are like, I can do that. No salt is the other weird oh, wow. part, and then they do coffee enemas, which that it's is to a stimulate. Shit. Oh, you, it's, think, you think you think that's a crackish shit? shit. It, why the emotional response though? You know what I mean? Like I can say co- coffee enemas might know. be a crackish shit, but I feel because like you get emotional about it, which well, is fine.
4: I get emotional because well, I mean I grew up like um,
1: in this situation, yeah.
4: Well, and also like my dad's a doctor.
1: Okay, so cool. It's
4: something where I guess I hear him saying
1: that stuff a lot too, but he. Um, but who? See, you're hip to all this stuff, like the Western doctor, yeah. the traditional medicine guy of the of America. It's like you could script that for him. Of course, he would think co- I I haven't done a copy him, well, but I have read about though.
4: it. It has. It's turning around significantly. Like, um, I don't. There's a lot more that happen. There people are talking a lot more about, um, like your mi- your microbiome. Yeah. Like these are surgeons talking about. What is a uh, microbiome? I know your, what a macrobiotic like, diet is. Your microbiome is like the, uh, it's the, how would I say this right? It's basically the colony of bacteria that lives in your body. Like it's a very complicated uh, group, uh, complicated arrangement. It's a very, it's a, there's thousands and thousands of different, maybe even more, t- different types of bacteria that yes. live in your body.
1: Healthy bacteria. It's Healthy like when bacteria. you get antibiotics, right. kill those as well. They do. And they're yeah. very bad. And,
4: yeah. Which is horrible because I think antibiotics are, yeah I mean this is like I'm not a doctor but I just know from what I've read about stuff but
1: we should um, call this podcast I'm not a doctor I'm not a a doctor (laughs) but (laughs) but I will speak as though I am one but I mean you know to be honest like our internet abilities our yeah. abilities to research most things and find both sides of most right. issues kind of qualifies you to be a doctor from like the late 1800s <laughs> that's true exactly no, that's totally true you're way better yeah. than like the doctors that yeah. saw George Washington I mean
4: I really thought about being a doctor because I feel like I had such a leg up because I've been in the hospital so much and <clears throat> talked to doctors so much I feel like I I wonder a good what the statistic
1: uh, on that is is kids yeah. that are more comfortable getting their blood drawn and just see the whole thing of it I thought about I think, that watching him. I don't
4: know. <laughs> I just read some article just last night about how people with – there's a lot of people with Lyme disease who are like uh, – they're like a lot of people who are the forefront of research regarding Lyme disease because they're just able to take it upon themselves like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to
1: – Right. I'm going to – Well, it's like when a celebrity gets a disease. Right. Mm-hmm. You're kind of like, well, in a dark, morbid way, this is good for the disease. Oh, yeah.
4: Well, that's that's how about Lyme disease too. There's, a, there's some broker or some very, very wealthy man who got it recently. Right. And he the next thing like, you know, you got a
1: foundation. Right, exactly. I know, I'm happened, not saying so. that's a good thing, uh, the disease. I think having, it is a good thing. You know, I mean, numbers-wise, it is yeah. probably a good thing. And unfortunately, humans do need something like that.
4: Yeah, you need a like, kick in the butt.
1: A kick in the Lyme a disease. A challenge. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah, A twist of Lyme disease, to quote Seinfeld. Um, so you're saying we were talking about antibiotics. Right.
4: Oh, well, yeah, they're bad. I mean, but I take so them if, a lot. But Oh, that, you still take other, them? Well, that's a whole other thing. I mean, to go back to the, the surgery. So you have the surgery, it's a two-part surgery, yes, and you have the... You have the... Um, it's kind of
1: funny that it's about poop and it's two parts, number two. Okay, come on, well, right. You know, I've actually never thought about Just it. Just trying though. to keep it
4: light. That's weird. <laughs> like, there's so, there's so many... Uh, sure. Uh, of those type of things in there, but... I've,
1: right, like, yeah. I, I'm sure you've heard every joke.
4: My dad. Well, this is the weird things. My dad is a colon rectal surgeon. So that's like the, really. I know it's inc- it's deeply ironic that that is the that's case. That's incredible. Very strange. I know. That's incredible. Very very incredible. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, what do you make of that? I mean, it's something where I, there's nothing you can make it other than it's just yeah, uh, it's just a statistical anomaly. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess.
1: But it it, it that's truly but remarkable. Like a, that's a, like a, Lost, where uh, you know right. the guy has a back problem and the back surgeon falls from the sky.
4: Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's sort of like that. But it's also. I, I'd say it's not really that way as much as it is the opposite because it's like right something something he can really do about that. So mm-hmm. more than anything, instead of it being like a like a a boon and like it being something great, it was the opposite where it's like oh my son has this
1: and he knows disease exactly that, what it is. Yeah.
4: That I that you really can't do anything about. It's like right. you know you're it's, it's it's an extraction plan. Yeah, so yeah. it's like seeing something like that you can't change even though you like went to school for 15 years. Right. So.
1: Wow. So um, that must have been hard for your dad.
4: Yeah, I think it was. And I didn't really realize that until I was older. I was like, oh man, it was like the worst for him because yeah. he like, had to see this every day. He goes to work every day, Sees does it. six operations, right. and then comes home it's like, oh shit. Right. You know? Oh God. So right. um, that was kind of weird too, trying to find a doctor because I knew all the doctors in the department. Mm-hmm. So it's the thing where you don't operate. People, all, That's the one thing people always ask, like, oh, Should your dad do your surgery? Right, right, like, right. Like, no,
1: he, of course he didn't. Right, right, like, right. Can right. you
4: imagine that? Like operating on your kid or something yeah. like that? Yeah. That's a Ridiculous. horror. That's right. a, I'm
1: sure he had nightmares of operating. Oh my under. god, yeah. yeah.
4: He's like pretty good at uh being cool and not showing it. He's like very, you know, very cool guy.
1: Really? Yeah. That's like funny. super cool. Like because 'cause the cool... you're so silly, which I love. I'm right. also silly. My dad's pretty, you know, put together.
3: I'm an actor. <laughs> <laughs> Keep
4: going. When yeah. I mean cool, I mean like, you know, he's like relaxed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he puts babies to sleep.
1: He kills babies. He puts babies
4: to sleep by talking. Oh, I mean, like, like babies like fall like asleep. At the vet. Yeah, I like, thought you meant vet no, style. Yeah, he puts children to. He's the, he's the reaper. He's oh, the, oh he, you know that the baby reaper of '84, yeah, yeah, the
1: Midwest yeah, 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 yeah. baby reaper. That's him. Yeah. <laughs>
4: He's killed several thousand young babies. His
1: gentle, soft, cold touch yeah. kills babies instantly. And they just
4: freeze and their head tumbles off. It's <laughs> it's really effortless and sweet. It's wonderful. Tumbles. And they turn to dust. And it's uh, it's all for the Dark Lord. But, you know,
1: of, course, of course. It has to be
4: balanced in the system.
1: Right. <laughs> so um, back
4: to that. But yeah, I had the surgery... It's a two part thing, you have to have a colostomy bag for like ten weeks or so between because So I'm
1: sorry, let's go to the surgery. We just jumped over the surgery.
4: You're right. Okay, well the first the first surgery they t- removed your entire large intestine, your entire colon.
1: But what was it? Okay, go on.
4: And they take the ending of your small intestine and hook it up to a stoma, which is like the like your new your new anus on hmm. your on your belly—it's uh, hooked up to your colostomy bag. Wow, crazy! And that they do that because the the new thing they've just constructed at the end of your small bowel that hooks up to your actual anus has to heal mm. before you can have uh, a stool pass through it. Because it can't just like accept right away; It has to heal up. Because they've basically constructed—they've sewn this J pouch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they basically reformed it into be something like a like a new rectum type area. Mm-hmm. So that has to heal. And so for about 12, I think it was 10 weeks. I don't remember exactly. It was something like that. I had the colostomy bag while that's healing up.
1: And while think, you're, like, going to school and stuff. No, right? no.
4: I took a semester off college because oh, yes, okay. it's, like, it's a big deal. Yeah, yeah sure, some, sure, sure. And, uh, you know, just stood, watched, stayed at home a lot watching TV yeah, yeah, yeah. and eating uh, snacks and crap like that. Mm-hmm. But I felt a lot better, though, because you get that diseased organ out and you do... I think I actually probably gained weight during that time. Because really? I, because I, your appetite was bad. Yeah, your appetite's better and you have this thing out of you like the the shitty negative guy who's hanging out all the time. <laughs> That's what I was liking it to. It's like if you have an office of like six people... And one of them is just, like, super negative, always like, oh, that sucks. Oh, what? Oh, God, really? Who? That? You got a cake from where?
1: You remove the Chandler. Yeah, you remove that <laughs> the Chandler guy. colon.
4: If you take that person out, even yeah. though you have less people working, you probably will get more done and be more effective yeah. because you don't have this, like horrible black ball and chain it's right, like right right spitting vitriol into
1: everything but they put you under like the the experience oh, yeah. of oh, doing yeah. it yeah, you're under so and you it's just like went out incredibly, and incredibly came back.
4: painful like coming out of that was like oh i remember uh waking up after the first surgery and just being like in this recovery room which is like for some reason is incredibly brilliantly lit and um you mean oh, very bright yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah and- <laughs> I didn't know you meant like
1: they they had nuance no. and subtlety of tone no. and colors.
4: But it, and I was like so I was cursing. I was like, "God damn it, it's fucking give me some pain, please!" God fucking damn it, Jesus Christ! I was swearing like that. And the nurse came to inject some morphine in my IV. I thought she was faking it, so I was like, "You just pretended to do that. Come on, I really need some." And she was like, "Mr. Pemberton, you just stop swearing. You're making other patients nervous. You're making them uncomfortable." I'm like. Don't fucking think giving me morphine, goddamn it! Because I thought she, because I, I didn't feel like you know an absence of pain instantaneously. So. You were like
1: the guy in Amsterdam that eats half the pot cake and oh, yeah. doesn't feel anything. Definitely. So you're like, give me the whole cake, damn yeah. it! Yeah, yeah.
4: But eventually, I passed out, I guess, from the morphine shop But the that, that <laughs> yeah.
1: That's such a funny thing in customer service as a nurse. If someone's being a dick to you, maybe you just push it a little harder and make them go maybe. to sleep.
4: I hope I hope she did.
1: Yeah, yeah. I really have
4: no way of knowing, but yeah. I definitely was out. And Do you then...
1: remember what that felt like? Was that good? Was that a good feeling, morphine? Oh, no.
4: I mean, morphine's horrible. It's like when you have actual pain, all it does is just like confuse you and make you just... The pain doesn't really go away as much as just sort of like transmutes into confusion and like just numbness it like sounds terrible it's terrible I, they took me off morphine after a while because i started having like these really bad bouts of itching because it it makes your there's a gland in your uh spleen i think that makes it like spaz out i think it's called your uh purita puritas, i can't remember how it's called but purina purina your purina <laughs> gland uh, it's the what dog food's made of it's crazy <laughs> But that So I it was itching so much So they gave me like They put me on Demerol Which is much better I think Demerol Oh okay It's like synthesized opium uh, Opiate Oh so wow It doesn't make you itch
1: So it that's more of a high I would imagine
4: Oh yeah it was great I had the button I had that little button You had the Beep. button Yeah okay. You had to have the button Yeah Button right. was great But So I was in the hospital <laughs> For like 10 days Maybe 11 days And then I You know have my colostomy bag Which is horrible um, Yeah I
1: have to imagine Can I ask you psychologically yeah. What it was like to uh, This is always my question But okay right. I don't like feeling like I'm stuck in my body. I I keep bringing this up, but I I had this small car accident and I feel like I got a concussion and I think I might have post-concussive syndrome. Very, very minor. But I hate it because it makes – I'm putting it back to you. It makes me feel like kind of betrayed and I'm like, oh, I'm just this thing. I'm just this meat thing. I hit something and then I'm different. Mm -hmm. What the fuck? So like if you're shitting into the bag from your stomach, I have to imagine there's some frustration where you're just like, I'm just this meat puppet. Yeah, I think it's that. I think it's more just a frustration,
4: like that you don't have control over something that is so basic. Yeah. So it's a thing where,
1: like, people take it for granted.
4: Yeah, you take it for granted. You also feel gross. You feel like a bad. You feel like a dirty, shitty, horrible person because right. you're like, this is just so. It's really hard to get the hang of the colostomy bag. It takes like a couple weeks to get like to feeling like you can even handle it at all. It's right. very, it's very, it's depressing. It's right. depressing. It's right. just right. like super frustrating.
1: I mean, so much of society, so much of advertising, so much of uh, normal niceties, I think, are to deny the fact that we even shit at all. Mm. You know what I mean? Like television. Like, remember Married with Children, where it'd would shown coming out of the bathroom, that was like a big deal. Yeah,
4: no, it's, oh, it's stinky, even a bad thing. That's why why when I was a kid, I always like, I wish I had cancer instead of having a bowel problem, because it's like... That's it's so much image. more socially acceptable. Right, like, oh, right. We, oh, we all feel so bad for Yeah, everyone cancer. shaves
1: their head in solidarity. There's kind of right. like... It, it, it's a, I'm not saying that cancer's not a big deal. It's obviously a big yeah. deal. But it is like... Like if Lance Armstrong had a bowel problem, mm-hmm. no bracelets. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody's be a, saying poop strong. Hey, you want some toilet paper, Lance? Yeah, exactly. It would be a monologue. Yeah,
4: job. and it's it's ridiculous because it's like the, it's such a unifying characteristic of uh, humans. We all do it.
1: We all do I it. have a bit of, yeah. I'm working on about how everyone's had diarrhea. Jesus Christ had diarrhea. Yeah. Like, he was fully man. He had right. diarrhea. Sermon on the Mount right after. He was like, that was close. Right. You know what I mean? But so like,
4: I had diarrhea for 15 years.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that's exactly it. So yeah. that's crazy. So it did have a psychological dirty feeling because I, just oh, to relate yeah. to you, being a normal Normal shitting person, just a standard shitter. I remember taking a long time, being like, "I'm just a waste factory. Like waste yeah. comes out of me, and it's gross, and it stinks, and everyone says things are shitty you your poop, and you have to flush it. Gross. It's it's uh... it's hard. I remember that having a psychological effect on me. Me, I'm relating to what you're saying. Me feeling like I was dirty, even though I knew everyone did it. I thought I was yeah. covered in filth.
4: Well, it's because it's like a it's a cultural thing. It's like a thing where. It's made. It's been pushed that way to. Well, who knows why? Or it's, super well, it's probably more
1: it. American. Yeah, or I more guess Western, so. maybe. I'm not, I'm not trying to say the East yeah. is, like, super cool shitting, but, like...
4: I, think, I bet they are a little bit more sh- cool shitting,
1: actually. I've heard stories about no. it. I'm not trying to shit on China. Oh, God, it's so hard <laughs> to, to not use this language. I'm not trying to shit on China. But my friend uh, Matt went there, and he told me that one of the things that took some getting used to was, like, you just see, like, a poorer person mm-hmm. go into the street and just take a shit, like, right. on the street, like, in public. No big shame. big deal. Like, you know yeah here yeah. that would you'd be a huge story for yeah, everyone for the bum. rest of your life and you're above oh,
4: that'd be great if some celebrity did it like just <laughs> shit against the wall we downtown. used
1: to we used to do that uh to pass the time in chapel. My school had mandatory chapel, mm-hmm. and I used to play this game with myself and the people next to me. I was like, for how much money would it take for you to walk up?' <laughs> <laughs> to the stage, like the pupil or whatever. Right. Not the pupil, to the know. altar? There was no altar. It was pretty, pretty – To so the m- deos? <laughs> we could say deos. <laughs> to go up to the ta- uh, where the preacher is talking. And, you know, it wasn't like a holy speech. That would be right. where we did the announcements the and homily. stuff. <laughs> the homily. No, that is something <laughs> – Was I it think horrible. Or no? It wasn't ca- oh, okay. Catholic. So but anyway, Catholic so chapel on Friday I think was religious and Monday, Wednesday was more like advertisements for what's going on <laughs> and blah, blah, blah. So during one of those sermons to go up and just take a sh- – don't say a word and shit on the stage because oh, that's like the most embarrassing thing it is. It's you can imagine. the most sacrilegious thing. And it's also sacrilegious. To defile <laughs> the lower with the poo-poo. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Well, remember the guy who made the painting of the Virgin yeah. Mary with his with own the, shit? With
4: the elephant dung.
1: With the with elephant's dung. Oh, there's a,
4: I think there's been a couple of different versions of poop and uh, godly Christian objects.
1: Yeah, well, the, the crucifix in the jar of piss. Yeah. That's in some movies. It's an easy though. target. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Easy to... Make a statement, yeah, well, I took uh poo and combined it with the Lord, and that's pretty much the statement here that's, like,
3: don't look too deep,
4: yeah, what I'm trying to say is uh buy, <laughs> spend money to me, I want a special machine, I want loft, I want car, I want lady with dress, please, <laughs> please bye, bye,, please buy.
1: So how do we? Uh, where where do we go from here? I
4: don't know. Uh, so you had the, the sec- surgery. Then I have the second surgery after about ten weeks or so. They take that clasp back down. They reconnect everything. I start. You've, you're you know, healed. I start, I start doing poo poo out of my um, bum 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 again. Uh, it doesn't happen like right away. Uh, good, but it's pretty good, I guess. But then I had so something crazy. called.
1: crazy! It's amazing that we can even do this. Yeah,
4: I know. It's ridiculous. It's like a thing where a lot of people don't understand it. They just they like so confused. That's why I don't talk about it much in stand because it's like a thing where I don't have enough time. Right. You know, unless I have at least 15 minutes to talk. Right. It's hard to just get into something, because it's like, wait a second. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: right.
1: Yeah. Right, right, right. Just, it's,
4: too, it's too, like, off the map for people. But, oh, totally. Um, I had something called pouchitis, which is basically, like, colitis again, but inside the J pouch.
1: Oh no, so, that day must have been terrible.
4: Well, it wasn't terrible. It was just a thing where I wasn't getting better really fast. And I was having, I was like super exhausted all the time. And I was going to the bathroom a lot. and I was like just feeling really bad. And this was like, you know, a month after surgery, second surgery. And they put me on antibiotics because it's this weird thing. It's this weird thing that happens where for some reason, where previously uh, the problem would be, because of bacteria in there, uh, not enough bacteria, which like people take probiotics. Like sure. this is this is well before any of this crap, uh, any of the, any of the probiotic movement. Before you had Jamie Lee Curtis advertising <laughs> way, activity movement. Or yeah, crap. Oh, man. We're it's all just, doing it. it's everywhere. Yeah, it's just everywhere. They're, they're just, they write themselves. <laughs> um, <laughs> well before that, I remember I, had a, I had a doctor tell me I should try this, try like this special probiotic drink, and I did, I tried it a little bit, I guess, but. Of course, insurance doesn't cover it because it's you know it, it's because they're assholes, <laughs> um, but and so this thing with the J pouch with the pouchitis for some reason it's the opposite where they they give you antibiotics to kill the bacteria that are causing this inflammation in the J pouch. So as a result, I was taking antibiotics forever, and it made me feel better instantly. Like I felt <laughs> great, mm-hmm. and then it was thing where those stopped working, so I take a different antibiotic. Like I've taken cipro, I've taken augmentin, I've taken Keflax. I've taken every antibiotic you can take. I would cycle between them for years. I would constantly be on in in antibiotics. Really? So just to keep the J pouch in, uh to keep it where I, I was feeling good. Because if I didn't take them, I would feel horrible. I'd feel like i had to go to the bathroom all the time. I'd be like lethargic. and It's a weird thing where it's like a systemic effect where it makes you like to this. I, I take them a lot less now, almost not at all. Um, it's a, just like a slow, slow process of, I don't know, something happened, but now it's like, I'm like super tired and I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling good. And, um, it's then, like, Oh, then you take one.
1: Yeah. I try to take some. So but we've pulled out. We're, we're in a good place. Pretty now, good. Right? I mean,
4: everything, everything's is, uh, just, it's like, uh, it's like seasonal, but not but not attached to seasons, but it just,
1: I understand. sometimes
4: you're good for a while. There's, just, there's a thing. If you have bowel disease, they call it a flare up mm-hmm. and it's like when shit's really bad, it's like. You know, there's a lot, of, a lot of blood in the stool, hmm. like a significant amount, mm-hmm. like more than, Wait. more than normal.
1: Oh, that's a normal thing.
4: I'm, sadly, yes.
1: Oh God. It's the
4: kind of thing where, like, <laughs> <laughs> anytime someone's complaining, I'm like, ah, well, you know what? Uh, are you used to seeing blood in your stool?
1: <laughs> Is that normal? Yeah,
4: it's, <laughs> it doesn't bother me. It, like, if I see blood, in the, if I, I see mean, blood, I'm like, ah, well, it's no big deal. It's a Monday. How know? does
1: that affect? you and your and your outlook on life do you feel any more fatalist or just kind of like do you think life is just a joke like it's funny to it change your perspective I think
4: it kind of changed my perspective, but it's it's something where I changed a long time ago, where I kind of realized that well for one, it makes you feel very uh invincible because it's like i don't know that's a, it's was such a terrible ordeal to go through, but, but you made it right, and it's something where I really don't feel like there's very few things that we're, I'm really scared of. Like, I, there's nothing that would really, I I don't know. I, it's like I, a
1: bad breakup. What are you going to do to me now? Like, yeah, you like, kind of have a boldness no, to you. There's
4: nothing that, like, sometimes I used to say that in stand-up where, like, I'm having a bad set. I'm like, you guys, I, I don't really I don't really care right now because there's nothing you can possibly do to me that's as bad as right. shitting blood 16 times a day. Right, you know? right, like, right, yep. Like, this is this is this is peaches <laughs> yeah that's exactly right no that's exactly to, uh,
1: right but when I talk about this see I, I yeah. think that uh, illness and uh, these sorts of things we're all living in this cloud of denial sort of thing oh yeah we're always living in, in dread I think a quiet dread that one day we're going to go to the doctor and they're going to have some weird news for right. you they're going to be like well this is happening I know we just met but I'm now uh, that leg's got to go or right. whatever it is mm-hmm. and and, and it, when you have when I talk to somebody like you it does make me it reminds me to be grateful that I'm not shitting blood right. or whatever it is and uh, I think you having survived it, I'm glad that you got something positive out of that as it well. It is.
4: But it's also the thing where it's, it's. So I'm so far away from it now, I don't feel that as much as I used to. So it's a thing where sometimes I'm like, I just want to be shot at or like yeah. i want something like incredibly difficult to deal with because it's such a
1: what you're addicted to some sort of triumph yeah. over I mean, it's adversity because
4: it feels good because you're it feels good it's like what people go bungee jumping or rock climbing right, or do right, anything right. Cause it's like this thing where you're you're living through something that's incredibly
1: traumatic you go bungee jumping and they snip <laughs> the bungee and tie it into a jay <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then they they pump a bunch of elephant shit through it and they call it art
1: <laughs> dun, 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 dun. so what do what are you what are you doing now because we talked to li- we talked a little bit about nutrition are you right. a health nut now
4: i don't know i mean it's one of those things where i don't even realize i'm thinking about it because it's all i think about like i constantly think about what i'm eating like i'm very picky and selective about it and it's the thing where like anything i eat i either eat it knowing like okay I, I will have to pay for this. There will be a reckoning for eating this many hot wings, mm-hmm. or a hot wing. <laughs> like, but I'm like, okay, well, um, I'm gonna d- I will deal with it. It's fine. Right, right, right. It's right. gonna be it's gonna be bad, but these wings taste very good. <laughs> so once in a while, I'll have some hot wings because they taste very good. Yeah. But that's a th- I mean I just I, everything is like a equal and opposite reaction have as far you, as like yes. Have you I noticed food. that
1: hot wings taste delicious? They really do. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows they're bad It's just that news.
4: vinegariness and the spiciness. Ooh,
1: you're picturing a different kind of wing that I was. A oh, vinegary really? wing is well, a, is you know, a classic vi- wing. The
4: vinegary uh, hot sauce.
1: Sure. No, I love like a, a vinegar-based oh, hot god. sauce. Yeah. Oh, oh god. Oh god, you devil. Oh
4: god, how many you want? Oh, I, I, I guess I'll have twelve. Oh, hold on. Um, let's get let's get a six of the hotter <laughs> one just on the side. <laughs> Thank you. So much. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Just a little extra, extra blue cheese and click at the ranch and blue cheese is that is that a, i'm sorry oh
1: really okay thanks. <laughs> nobody no waiter gets more <laughs> questions like that the, like the hot wing waiter yeah because it's like is it possible to do 12 of these I, and six of
4: <laughs> i hate to inconvenience you because this is such an inconvenience but can i get some extra celery i just, just want to feel better about this whole experience
1: <laughs> i've done that yeah. i've been eating hot wings and i eat all the celery I love and i'm like celery. i did it i love celery you do i really do love celery no right? one loves celery
4: I love celery. Okay. I love it. The taste nice. of celery, if there's something that has celery in it and I didn't expect it, I'm like, <laughs> oh, we are here.
1: That's your watermelon. That was oh my, my other, God. yeah, the watermelon rind went Don't up. Don't you to love
4: dick. a surprise watermelon?
1: Well, yes, I do love watermelon, and anytime watermelon and pork are together, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty great. Really, you'd be surprised.
4: Watermelon. Pork. What's
1: one place that does it? My favorite restaurant in uh, New York called Fetty Crab has a barbecue Freddy crab pork watermelon pickle sandwich. Butter- barbecue, bo-
4: oh pickles! It's so good. Don't get me started on pickles. You love
1: pickles? <laughs> love pickles.
4: <laughs> Huge pickle guy. <laughs> love pickles. First vegetable I liked as a kid. Still loving it. Still doing it. Not pickles. bad. Pickles, raw cucumbers, oh, basically. man. I got some of his pickles right now where when you close up the lid, you come back the next day. It's puffed up. It's puffed up. You know why? Because there's so much because that little factory of uh bacteria is like churning away and it's <laughs> spending gas. There's gas. They're shitting out that carbon dioxide or whatever it is and it's like, puffing up the <sighs> yeah, lid.
1: The fermentation or yeah, whatever. Yeah, okay. It's alive, a good living yeah. food. All right. Well, so you've been in every movie ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've been in so many movies.
4: Not really. You've been in a I've lot. You've been in
1: It's only the movies that I'm watching. You're all you're always in them. A couple, which is great. Yeah, it's good. How is this happening? Let's talk a little bit about your comedic journey. Well, well, how did you start in comedy?
4: I don't know. I guess I just uh, I started in Los Angeles, which is weird and bad. That is weird. Yeah,
1: and I might agree that that's bad. Oh, but I didn't realize it it's one of those okay things you. you don't
4: you don't know about it. It's bad until it's too late. You know what I mean?
1: We'll talk about why it's bad. But I don't think people know why that's bad.
4: Well, I guess it's. I would say it's bad because it's like learning to swim in the ocean. Yeah where I guess it's, you could say it's also great for that reason, but I think it's also bad because people who should not be seeing you are seeing you at a point when you should not be seen. Yep, agreed. Which is, I don't know how I said it as eloquently as I did just now. I know. I've never, I've never it said like it that way. It
1: was like your fade-down trick. I just got mounted by Twain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. He got a
4: Twain mount.
1: <laughs> Perfect. When, so, so you're starting and people are seeing you and the, and there's a chance that they're going to always associate you with that horrible bit you did in your first horrible year. Horrible bit or just like
4: – just in – yeah. Yeah. The, the, your lack tone, of ability. Bef- lack of voice. Yeah, lack yeah, yeah, of yeah, like yeah. Any, Lack of everything. You're just – so, knock
1: but you started with stand-up?
4: Uh, actually, I started doing improv, I think. Yeah. Because uh, I was super into – I used to watch Upright Citizens Brigade TV show like mm. religiously back when I was really sick, when I had my colostomy back. on bag. Sundays. Just on Sundays. Religiously. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm sorry. I used to watch it with um. These are high fives. With
4: great regularity.
1: Okay. Good. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, I myself was not having any such of such regularity.
3: <laughs> they keep coming.
2: And they spoke to the dynamite. And he wished more, more tequila And he took uh, that girl down to the river And he gave her a shot of de- tequila And he threw throw down the, the horses
3: roses, And he found out water, a baby, baby And he took, took out,
2: out the sweet potato Gave it to the baby, baby Cut it in the river, river Licking all
3: Wishing for, for the thunderstorm, oh,
2: calling boy, all the t- 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 tumbler Just a good and keep us down up the and he, and he, and he, and he, he
4: walked with a tumble. <laughs> <laughs> and then they
2: took Mama down to the graveside <laughs> and showed her how America, America is going to be lest you let those <laughs> people get the water. Don't oh, take the, the water. Oh, don't take the water. water. Oh, oh, take the water. water. Mama! The water Water. from the baby.
3: (laughs) Mama,
4: don't take the water from the baby. It's a devil, baby, Mama. Move forward. Move on. Welcome to the light, Mama. Your time is here.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We ushered
1: Mama to death at the end of that one.
4: Sometimes you got to tell Mama to go. It's time to go, Mom. Mama. Mama, you've been around so long, so many years. (laughs) We... (laughs) I want to live in one of those things, like, live in, like, those earnest Christian country reviews from the 60s where everyone's, like, blitzed on coke, but they're talking about Jesus.
3: You, know? you picked a good fantasy. Yeah, I
4: want to, like, be living inside that. Everything's, like, got a star filter on it. Everyone's got, like, white teeth and just, oh, what? oh the Lord is in you. <laughs> just, like, cracklingly high. <laughs> like crispy, crispy <laughs> on that coke, <laughs> just pff, woo. <laughs>
3: That's how you get to Jesus is cocaine. <laughs> That's how yeah. you get there. That's why they call it getting high. Oh man, you're up with the Lord. <laughs> Here he is And all the clouds, are what are they? Oh, Wait look at the clouds. Yeah, the, the Lord created such a <laughs> such a <laughs> I don't know. turned loaves
4: and fishes into many baskets. I want to live inside. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a great fantasy. So how do you? Uh, so you went from improv about? to st- oh, stuff Oh yeah, I
4: started doing improv right when UCB first opened because I was like, uh, just uh, I was obsessed with that show. <laughs> And I and so when they first opened, I lived like two blocks away. And I was like, "Oh yes, I'm going to take classes there." And I did, and I loved it. And I um, uh, I started doing that. But then I think I guess I started doing stand up. I just wanted to because you know I've been writing like stuff for a long time, like stuff that I guess you could say is stand up bits, you know, stand up material. But I just didn't think I didn't one, I didn't think you could. I thought you had to be like invited, or I just
1: <laughs> that's such you know a fun I mean? I just observation. Didn't, like, yes,
4: I just didn't figure you could. You just comedy. do it. You can
1: just show up and do it. Yeah. Yeah, or try it.
4: I just didn't think, you know, even like an open mic, I was like, no, I couldn't possibly do right. that.
1: Right, right, right. You need to get like punched by like yeah, a, you have a have to Harvard be, like, fraternity.
4: Get a letter. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you have to be Jewish. You have to like, well, well, that's the thing. Cause that's a weird thing. If you're like, there's like a thing uh, in Jewish culture where that's a, that's a legitimate profession.
1: Comedian. Yeah. You because can, it's part of the culture or whatever.
4: Yeah. But like growing up, it's like the whitest person in America. Right. That's not considered legitimate. Like any right. entertainment thing is still – like only very recently did did have I um, – uh, I guess what he said, like not demonstrated, but like my dad is like, oh, okay, that that's
1: a yeah, job. Yeah, you yeah, You can yeah, do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, it helps that he sees you on that silver screen. Yeah, that definitely
4: helps. But – Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, I just didn't think he could do it. But I, then I started doing it because – there's a comedian, Peter Sprite, you know him. Mm-mm. He's a hilarious, hilarious comedian, very dry guy, so funny. But he, he dry but
1: f- kind of lemon limey Oh yeah,
4: <laughs> <laughs> he's like a mar- he's like the perfect martini. I but, can't. Okay, keep going. But he uh, he was running a show at the comedy store, like a monthly show or something. And he was dating a woman I worked with, who I used to joke around with all the time. And she's very great, sweet lady. And um, she, I don't remember how it happened, but somehow he um oh i had a really bad experience with stand-up right the first time i did it here was where i there was an internet talk show i was working at fox at fox.com mm-hmm. that was why i moved out here because mm-hmm. i i had to have um i was planning on moving to chicago i really wanted very badly to live in chicago because i just loved all that stuff people everyone from second city like, yeah. idolized still to this day like bill murray and all those all those cats yeah and um couldn't get a job there. I needed to have a job because I needed to have health insurance because if uh, I didn't have health insurance, I could, like, run the risk of having, like, a surgery complication and bankrupt my entire family because of, you know... Right, it's, sure. it's, a, it's a real thing. Right. Because so, insurance companies are the closest thing we have to living Nazis. So... Um, <laughs> which is, like, probably an understatement. So, <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> I'd love to hear more about that, but finish this.
4: Uh, the... So I had to have insurance, and I had some friends who lived out here, who moved out here like I don't know, sometime before me because they graduated from college earlier. They're friends of mine from college, and they, one of my friends worked at Fox.com as an editor, and I was able to get this job that basically, you know, it's a pre-2008 pre-economy busting job where it was almost a job. Mm-hmm, <laughs> right. But I got this job, and I moved to LA. I, got, I think on January 7th, and I started work on the 10th, and um yeah so I had that job there, and i they had uh, they had an internet talk show that some guy was doing they were doing like to to promote fox shows like they have like a little talk show that 's just they interview talent and people from different fox shows that just be on the internet mm-hmm. and uh i th- I helped write it with the guy who hosted it and i decided like oh i 'll do stand up i 'll do warm up mm-hmm. for this paid audience in this little sound stage in Van Nuys mm-hmm. it 's not like a on a weekday afternoon.
1: This was your idea? Yeah. You had been doing stand-up already? N- not,
4: no. No, I had not. No. Not at all.
1: And you were like, I'll warm them up?
4: Yeah, because it's because Pete, it's a paid audience, right? Yeah. So that means they'll be super into it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I didn't realize. paid, oh. meaning not that they paid, but they are paid they to are be paid there. They are paid to be there.
4: Yeah. And so there, I didn't realize this at the time. I, like, like almost everything regarding Hollywood whatsoever, I had no fucking clue that that's like the ultimate worst audience and they're all jaded out of work actors who are there because they have nothing else to do and they don't have, this is like oh, you can God. make 30 bucks 35 bucks sitting in an air-conditioned room for two hours and just paying somewhat attention to this thing you don't care about <laughs> oh, but i thought God. it was like i thought it was the opposite i was like yeah. oh this will be just like a cakewalk yes i kind of done stand up a couple times before that but it was in it was in tallahassee where i was in college it was like in a living room you know, with a bunch of fucking punk kids who I knew, right? So, which was great, it was super fun, and I thought it would be like that, where it was just, you know, me speaking off the top. Talk of Talk about minor threat, yeah, yeah. Well, more like actually, it was more like indie kids. So it was uh, more okay. like, you know, talk about the birth of uh, Merge Records and Kill Rock Stars. <laughs> talk about why Quasi sucks now. Ever since they started using guitars instead of organs, <laughs> I don't um, know any of that. Oh. Oh. Bands. It's, it's Andy Bands. Andy okay, Bands. All right, all right. I'm probably, people are correcting me as I speak. Right now. they heard, like, "What? That's not true. That's not, that's not correct." But, um, so I did that, and it was terrible. It was like just this this uh, warm up for this talk show was terrible, man. It was what like one of those things do? where I just did I just didn't know how to do stand up because I didn't. I sort of thought that, uh, oh, if you have it, if it's funny to you and you've you've rehearsed it, you know, maybe ten times that day, right? It'll be it'll be fine. You know? Right, all right. all right because I've always been pretty good, like, you know, off-the-cuff kind of thing. But, man, it was terrible. It was like a thing where people were just, like, looking at me sort of like – I wasn't getting heckled, but it was like a thing where they were just sort of like, okay, um, yeah, all well, right. Okay. This, this is a kid wearing weird brown vintage pants and some sort of weird – like, I was really into vintage clothes at the time, so I, I looked like some sort of child. If you
1: can't look old, my clothes will look old, damn it. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's a child
4: in front of me talking about adult things wearing – who's dressed like Richard Pryor from the (laughs) 70s, right? And uh, it was terrible, man. It was like a thing where – you know how when you're really, really, really bomb, people don't make eye contact with you because it's like that thing where they have to share – making eye contact means you're like sharing in that misery or something. Yes, yes. So the rest of the day, it was like people I didn't know, like – wouldn't make eye contact with oh, me. Oh,
1: God. Yes, I know that. And it was
4: so bad. It was like terrible, but it was also kind of great. It's almost
1: like superstitious. You know what I mean? Oh, Somebody totally. goes through something so bad and so painful that you don't want to look. It's also you you'll don't want them. It. You'll, you'll, catch, you'll it. catch it and you don't want them to come. <laughs> Stop turning my horse gate! Yeah. You don't want them to come over and commiserate with you. Oh, yeah. You don't you know? want that. You can't handle you don't want it. Have
4: to, you don't have nothing to do with that. Yeah. That piece, that piece of. Well, it's evolutionary, kryptonite. I think.
1: It's like you, you leave him. He's weak. Leave him yeah. to die. Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. You turn your back. You turn yeah. your back. Yeah. But the host of it had a great time because he sort of got to skewer me <laughs> for a comedic effect, which was, I mean, it worked great for him. I was pissed off at the time, but it's like, how can you not if you're just that fat guy?
1: You cannot. You cannot,
4: but also you cannot if you are a... Better performer. If you're good, yeah. If you're bad, that's
1: low hanging fruit to make fun yeah, of. Yeah, and that's what. In fact, was. I have vivid memories of the, of people going up after a terrible host that didn't make fun of the host, and it was like so obvious that they could have made fun of the mm-hmm. host, and instead they just kind of like were positive. That's right. all And then they did their thing, and it went people exactly. are kind of on their side immediately for not seeing a piece of shit to go against some fifteen right. year old Richard Pryor, right.
4: But they, this was the opposite case. Uh, (laughs) Do you remember anything he said? Oh, I think he just—it was nothing like really me. It was more just like acknowledging the bomb and sort of being like, "All right, he's he's uh, working it out, still trying, (laughs) kind of thing," you know, that sort of thing. And uh, oh man, actually Dana Gould was a guest on the show, which was great though because he arrived after I did it, so. If technically he but did... But he could
1: still feel the heat of it I'm on sure you. I'm sure he could. He could smell like, did the you just stink.
4: Bomb? Did you just bomb... Did you, did you just, like, bomb in a special, special way? Because
1: you look like a warm penguin right now, <laughs> and you smell like fish and molting? gasoline. <laughs> so well, that, that traumatized That was
4: traumatized, you. but after that, uh, so Peter Sprite, he... This woman I worked with he she put me in touch with him, and he's like he's like a saint he's the he did stuff that i can I couldn't imagine helping someone out with to the same degree like I went over to his house he helped me, looked at all my material and we talked about it and he helped me like, well, you should try to pare this down, make it more condensed and shorter.
1: He, he just apprenticed you,
4: yeah, he apprenticed me he filmed my sets i did a couple times at this comedy store and we he filmed them for me and i had them, i still have them on vhs tape oh my god and like we talked about them and stuff and it was one of those things where yeah it was just amazing and the first time i did stand up at the comedy store in the belly room after this horrible bomb it was like you can see the look on my face where i'm like oh this is it went so well i was like shocked mm. you look at my, my face is just I can't believe this is – I'm mm-hmm. not – because I was so prepared. I was so fucking nervous.
1: Mm-hmm. Think, it scared you. Dramatic. Oh, yeah. Post-PTSD. It,
4: absolutely. I peed like 17 times and mm-hmm. was drinking like – trying to drink as many Heineken's as I possibly could. Mm-hmm. But um, it was great though and I was like hooked after that.
1: And then he would watch the sets and go – I'm picturing this. An old guy with a cigar he never lights. He's like, you did good, Pumbies." And then not you're cool. watching the yeah. game footage. It
4: was sort of like that. We did that a couple times. Yeah. And, um, but then I kind of I kind of stopped for a while it started getting into more sketch stuff and just doing more improv again. But then I kind of went back to stand-up just because it's like, you know, you don't have to uh, buy props and you also don't have to
1: Rehearse. arrange
4: time to meet with people right, who right, are – right just as inconsistent as yourself
1: right so you're only as strong as your weakest member and I don't even mean least funny I just mean like least committed yeah. least interested
4: sometimes it's like oh this person you're in San Diego today okay got it I thought we were meeting but I guess right. not
1: yeah. yeah it's brutal so. and then and then sometimes in an improv group you have ten people and then there's like the six people that are super into it yeah. and then those six people rehearse so much more and they become better but then the ten people show up for the show and it's like fucking not- Larry's dragging us down Yeah. he doesn't even know this game or whatever Yeah. and you have to fire Larry right because it takes hurting. so
4: much group work because that's the thing about that it just takes so much group work so i just i guess i just gravitated more towards stand-up then i just started doing it a lot and you mm-hmm.
1: and you improvise in your stand-up
4: yeah i, I do a lot actually I, that's like my favorite thing to do really mm-hmm. so yep
1: um Love i it. feel
4: like I, I found like oh you can do improv you don't. You don't have to do it in a group. You can do it by yourself. Right. That's that's yeah.
1: that's the epiphany that I had. Yeah. You're improvising with the audience, basically. Exactly. Yeah. And that's like the best thing ever. That's it is like, the best thing. Oh. If you can merge the audience into one improv partner. Oh
4: man, it's the ultimate. It's like yeah. Um, it's like calling. A, it's like calling a lightning storm to your yes. location or something. Yes. Like that.
1: You're putting your hand out in the clouds yeah. come and it's get like, into your <laughs> palm. Yeah. It's an amazing. But it
4: also kind of sucks. Sometimes yeah. it's like you have a great show like that and then. You can't really reproduce it. Well, know? yeah, that's the bad.
1: That's yeah. the bad side of improv. Although uh, you do,
4: you do and you don't.
1: I'm with you. It yeah. used to haunt me. I was like, that'll never happen again. And it was yeah, our friend too. TJ that was like, some shows are just for them. It was just for them. Yeah, it was for those. It's people. a
4: moment. It's a moment in time.
1: Not everything needs to be commoditized. But
4: it's also what makes it great, though, because it's like I remember seeing Todd Glass once at uh, at a uh, m bar back when Comedy Death Ray was there, and it was a really like light night, right? There was no one there, well, not no one there. was like 20 people there. And, um, it was like, uh, it was crazy. He was so on he right. was like talking to some guy. He wasn't making fun of him. He was just kind of, you know, he was,
1: he was in a zone. He
4: was in a fucking zone and it was, I've never laughed so hard. I was, but it was one of those things where I couldn't even laugh cause I was just in awe of how, yeah. Breakneck, yeah. fast—all these connections were being made, yes. and you could you could film that, but it wouldn't come across. No, nope. you know? it wouldn't play. Again. It's like a thing where it's like you're right there, and yeah.
1: That's why improv on TV never works. Never works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't work, it yeah. doesn't. It, it's such a fun thing, and it's okay to let that go. Yeah, but it's, and uh, then I think what you are doing is learning to trust yourself, mm-hmm. and you are learning a little, a couple bag of tricks. Like it's interesting. Me and uh, and all the people that I came up with, me, TJ, Kyle, right. uh, Bronger, I think we all do a little bit somewhat. There, there's a similar flavor in all of our crowd works yeah. because you learn what what is your approach to crowd work. Right. And, and a lot of it is just improv technique, which is like have an opinion. You know what I mean? Have an
4: opinion and uh, be be positive as opposed to negative. I agree yeah. I completely, in fact that yes, should have been no. the first one yes not no yeah.
1: someone says something you go with it and you have some sort of opinion that's, right. that's one of the best Peter Gwynn who I was actually just thinking about last night who's a wonderful improviser who was in Baby Wants Candy during its inception that uh, was he, your group right? He, he may still be no no no, no. Group, I was no. a huge fan uh, still okay. I'm a fan of Baby Wants Candy and Peter Gwynn I don't think he's in it anymore he, he was in it in mm-hmm. Chicago I think he's a TV writer now but anyway he was telling me that like he had this wonderful post online about how to audition for improv teams and and his first thing was like have an opinion right. because you only remember auditioning for improv it's, it's atrocious yeah it's so weird you do one three-minute scene, maybe, and, and it's going to suck. And it's with someone you've never improvised with yeah. before. So he was like, if someone sits down, and this was his example, if someone sits down and that's their first move, the cheapest and quickest way to start a scene is to just have a strong opinion and be like, how dare you sit down in front of me? You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, Because, right, what do we yeah. have now? Status, Six. Stakes, status, yeah. something happened. We have three minutes, we're auditioning. What am I, a king or something? Or like, you're my servant. You get the idea. And now they have something to play. Like, right. oh, I'm so sorry. Or fuck you, I'm sitting down, I'm tired of waiting. Mm-hmm. Like the aliens are never going to stop bombing Earth We might as well just sit down and own it You know what I mean? You have something to work with Yeah,
4: you're already in the thing right away Which right. is the hardest part
1: Exactly like- And you're starting in the middle And uh, yeah, I think watching you do uh, crowd work Watching TJ do crowd work It's all in the same sort of school And then at the same time It's all very uniquely those people It's very Chicago It is a little bit Chicago It's
4: so weird Because I, when I first started meeting comedians I was like Why is every comedian I like from Chicago? Ah. It was like it just happened. I'm All so my favorite comedians were from Chicago. All
1: my favorite comedians yeah. are from Chicago, and I, I, I'm privileged that I started with them. I really am. It's, it's such a wonderful it's group. Because
4: the Midwest is like a perfect combination of
1: well, it's not reality, the ocean. It's a little creek Yeah, it's a little creek with a couple uh, tributaries. Is that and the it, term? yeah? Tributary. And it gets Into, cold too. It and it gets, gets cold. cold. Yeah. Good for comedy. Miserable. Yeah. People Miserable. need like escape. Like, summer in L.A., it's hard to lure people away from the beautiful ocean oh, yeah. to come to some shitty box theater. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm going to ask you a question that is annoying to me when people right. ask me. But I, I have a feeling when pe- when I see you in movies, I have to imagine a lot of comedians listen to this show. Right. And they're all wondering the same thing. And I bet you can remember wondering this you're no you are a fraud I'm kidding no the question is how do you get an agent how did you get an agent how did you get a manager because that leads to auditions which leads to you being in movies I know just from doing this podcast with you I get it right away Johnny Pemberton not only it's not a look it's a it's a it's an essence and it's a vibe is that
4: that the French word for essence I think it means uh it's like yeah the whole thing it's that, the whole thing, absolutely.
1: Ooh, yeah. If I were casting something, and I have, I would be like, oh, Johnny Pemberton, I know the type of guy you are, you and I'll, just I know me. you'll <laughs> take it seriously and you deliver. Well, <laughs> you know, for cer- certain roles. Yeah. A, just like in the way that, I was just talking about how Ron Funches is such a thing, yeah, you know what your, I mean? You get it right away. You get it right away. Yeah. There's Funches, I get it right away. There's right. Pemby's, I get it right away. So the annoying question is, did you, how did you get an agent? Was it just from live performance? Yeah. Someone right. saw you the old classic way?
4: I was just talking about this the other day with some people um, about how – you see that movie Hollywood, The Hollywood Complex? It's about all these – Yes. I've so, seen it several times. In so fact, I'm addicted sad.
1: to sad Hollywood movies. Presley Cash. I, I Presley Cash. I can't I stop her watching last night. that. I can't Can, believe it. Oh, really? She's on Twitter. I don't follow her. I couldn't don't, do it.
4: Don't. You'll, you'll die.
1: Yeah. Presley Cash. Watch The Hollywood Complex. It's about people. It's incredible. Kids that move to this thing. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, Vinewood –
4: Oh, Oakwood, I Oakwood, think. Yeah. Oakwood
1: apartments, and then Confessions of a Superhero. Oh God, uh, that's which is great.
4: That's incredible. That's a whole other thing. That's like yeah. That's like uh, lying to what's it called? Compulsive lying and stuff like that. This Crazy is shit.
1: that's true. This is what I do. This is like if we're drug addicts. Um, me watching those sad movies is a dirty, cheap. Kind of shallow way to create uh, gratitude, and I hate to say that, but like I, I watch, I say, it's like listening to you talking about your colon. Right, I go, I'm glad my colon works. And watching somebody go, about, like,
4: haven't you talked about my colon on other podcasts? Maybe I know because I heard someone text, uh, tweeting me one time saying, like, I heard Pete Holmes and TJ talking about you on some podcast. Yeah, it was probably this one. <laughs> yeah,
1: it was definitely this no. I one. think
4: it was Doug loves movies or something like that, or Doug some oh, Doug Benson okay. podcast.
1: It must have come up. I in know. A riff. I, haven't, I
4: haven't heard it though.
1: It was I probably it, it was probably something very loud, and someone said <laughs> he doesn't have a colon, and then TJ went
3: <laughs> like Johnny Pemberton. Yeah, That's I all need
4: that to happened. hear it.
1: Yeah. Um, so anyway, so okay. So I bring up that movie because
4: yeah. you know how like their whole those little sad families are. They're desperate to get representation mm-hmm. because they think that's how you get cast in things. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I went about it – not not thinking about it. I went about it the other way around where it was like I um, – for a while, I didn't even want to say I was an
1: actor because mm-hmm. I didn't
4: feel like it was. I was like, oh, I'm not an actor. I'm a comedian. Mm-hmm. So those are different things. They are different things. Yeah. I'm, no, acting? No. And that's like cheesy, stupid crap. <laughs> like it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, to be an actor because you're like this person who takes themselves too seriously. And, and it's a little like, bit
1: powerless. A comedian can self-generate. Right, exactly. An actor, it's harder to self-generate. Right. A lot of them do put on uh, their own shows and but stuff. But most like, of them don't. A lot of them are in the Oakwood Apartments and I'm not looking down on them waiting for an agent, waiting right, for a Right, you're thing. waiting.
4: But nothing ever happens in your life if you wait for the phone to ring. Right. De- nothing will ever happen. You'll just be sitting there waiting for... The, the fucking pool to dry up or something right know. exactly but so I think I, I, so the things that happened like with regards to that was where things were in the works and some, I, got, I got a manager I don't really remember how that happened I think it's because I got cast in something and uh, well the first manager I got someone saw me performing live simple as that and I had a really great set and but that didn't really go anywhere but then the second time was uh, I was cast in something just this tiny small part and, um, I got wrapped with them and then the agency stuff was just there where it was the same thing where I was, I was, doing something and that's how those most agencies work is like, Oh, this person is, um, they're doing something and they're not represented. We, we, yeah. will, we would like some of your money. please. Right. Exactly. Yeah.
1: It's all after the fact. Yeah, you know, totally. I, I feel like the Hollywood model of like, you got moxie. Yeah, and then giving you a shot is kind of gone. It's now, with comedians, with actors, with everybody, he's already producing. He already right. has a show online that's like a big hit or whatever, yeah. and let's let's see what happens if we put it on uh, our website or, or whatever.
4: Or, or put him in other things because clearly that person can be right. commodified. He's not going to shit the bed. Yeah, I'm not going to so, shit the bed, so I it's just a matter shit. of like – Building up your credibility in terms of... Uh, your, seems,
1: your credit score, basically. Your yeah, actor's your credit, credit score. score. Yeah. yeah. So here, you made me think of a couple things. I want, I'd want. i love to hear you talking about auditioning, your theory right. on audition. And to get you started, I, you made me think of this. When you have something that it's the only thing you have to do that day, right. I think it's the one of the worst feelings in the world. Oh, it's the worst! If you only... Yeah. see What you made me think when you're like, I'm not just waiting for the phone to ring. you're doing shows, you're doing improv, right. you're getting out there and you're staying sharp all the time. Right. So then you get that last minute. also had a minute. job. And you have a job. So, I mean, you're also doing something. Like you're literally not just sitting around. You're in the world and you're living. Right. And so it doesn't even have to be creative, but you're also doing creative things as well on top of that. So you're living a full life. You know right. what I mean? You're also wanting acting jobs, but it's not just the only thing you're doing. So then, like, the idea that if you only have an audition in the day, you build it up way too much. Oh, totally. You take it way too seriously. And like, it's the same thing with a stand-up show. If that's all you have to do that day, and this is in the first couple of years, you, d- you dwell on it, and, it, right. and it, it calcifies you, and it makes you really stiff and hard and right. bad. So th- I, I'd love to hear about your audition theory, because in my <laughs> experience, and I know this is true of our friend TJ, right. um... They go in like they don't care.
4: Yeah, I agree. I think TJ is really good at
1: that. <laughs> yeah, he's very, because uh, he legitimately doesn't care.
4: Yeah, and I, I, uh. TJ
1: has, TJ is full of that, who cares? We could all be shitting blood.
4: Right. You have to not care, <laughs> but I think you have to also care. It's like caring enough to not care.
1: That's exactly right. So you
4: care enough to be like, to learn, like at some point, I learned to turn off the nervous switch. Like I just found a way to, like, um, nope, not right now. No, you can't. Yeah, and it's the thing where Because you just You can't If you're nervous You just It takes you out of the moment
1: and, Yeah um, That horrible feeling Of doing an audition yeah. Realizing you were nervous You didn't even realize In the moment right. That you were nervous Going in your car And wishing you could go right. back And do it again Is a terrible well, feeling Well
4: that's like a big The main part I think Is uh, you have to If you don't If you're having problems being nervous You have to rehearse it to death Like rehearse it So you are just the, You are the master And you're going in there And you can look everyone in the eye And say fuck you um, this is how this is done. If you don't cho- choose me, it has nothing to do with Wait. what I've done. Right. It's because you've either, A, made a horrible mistake and you'll be regretting it because you'll be losing money. Right. Or, two, uh, I have... Th- Uh, the wrong face. Right exactly but
1: what you've just done is very essential to show business in general and that's a big coping mechanism but it's a true one. It's absolutely true. Again in my experience doing little bits of casting it often comes down to he just doesn't look right. The person creating it has this vision of what Alan the character looks like and either you're going to dissuade them and be so good that they change it right. like Gareth on the British office. He right. was supposed to be this big buff guy and they cast a really, really scrawny guy. Mm-hmm. He was the only scrawny guy that read for it. So that can happen. Yeah. But for the most part, you can't take it personally.
4: No, you can't. It's hard not to though, but you can Because sure. you learn that's it is maturity. Personal. Yeah.
1: It, uh, is, it is personal, but you can't take it that way. Yeah. That's
4: why you have to have other things to do, like doing stand-up and not care. Like, oh, I'm doing a show later, so that's going to be fun to do that. The dread
1: of it being the only thing and being in the – but the people that I see that book a lot are are light. I'm not saying they're obnoxious in the waiting room, but they're light. They're not stressing over their lines necessarily. They're not – it's not that it's bad to, like, be talking to yourself and going over it right before right. you go in. That's fine. But, like, I've been in rooms with other comedians, and it's fun. Like, we're all yeah. fucking around because we're trying to get into that space that we all know from doing stand-up where it's, like, it's not about the words.
4: It's about, like, being a uh – got, like – be the wheel has to be greased or something like that exactly you know, you know it's like if you uh once you break a sweat if you're running yeah it's like you don't care i was just gonna say it's that sort of thing you got to
1: warm up a little yeah. bit but it's not warm up like me me, me, me or like going right. over the lines for the billionth time it's it's about locking into that certainty where it's like i know right. i know this and you said looking them in the eye that sort of thing where it's like it is this moment where you're like. Don't worry. Well, you're in charge. They're not in charge. Exactly.
4: Like, really, it is. Like, that's the thing, the hardest thing is when you realize, like, oh, wait, you are, you're working, f- like, I'm I'm helping you. I'm here because right. you need someone it's to do so this
1: funny to do that you job say that. That, When I go yeah. in often for the first cast like, there's a little bit of small talk with a casting agent. Yeah. I love, and you know, getting to know them over the years. We always shoot the shit, and I'm like, look, I know, like, e- either I say this literally or it's just kind of implied. Let's hope I'm the guy because you want me to be the guy, right? Yeah, I'd like to be the. They guy. want you
4: to be. They want. They want to... It's a great feeling, and they'll look good if you're good. Exactly. That's how. That's exactly. The they're thing. not but...
1: against you. They're for you. They would love you to kill it. Yeah,
4: that's what. That's the weird thing is you'll see like you have like a, a session with the casting director and they're all like one way, and then later on you go back in for the whole the whole yeah the whole the group producers and all that yes. crap, and their their tone is very much different because they're they're so they're. They're on, the, they're, they're on the line. Yeah, they're lower status in that right. situation. So they're sort of like, yes, okay. Right, and, like, and this is uh, Johnny Pemberton, yeah.
1: which, is, which is totally normal because right. there's the director and there's the writer and there's right. the producer, whereas the first time they were high status. Right. I'm, not, I'm not saying that's good or bad that they go lower, but they do, and you're yeah. absolutely right. But then you're kind of in it together. This you is are. Johnny Pemberton. I selected him. Please, Johnny, don't fuck up because this is everybody right. that, that employs me right. to my job to cast mm-hmm. this guy's movie, and I brought you in. Please don't fuck it up. I think the other big thing
4: that I think about a lot is uh, I always do first or second scenes again after I've done other ones Mm -hmm. because I'm like, I'm warmed up now. I don't want to do it again.
1: Oh, you tell them you want to do it again. Yeah.
4: Well, I don't don't tell them I want to do them again. It's like, let's do that again.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Because it's like, I don't know. That's fucking, this is a free podcast (laughs) and that's a $10,000 statement. I think it is, but you have to. It really
4: is. You have to. do it a bunch of times and yeah. it's. So, I've done a lot of times where I'm like, I get super fucking pissed because I didn't do it like six times. Right. Because I feel like, I don't want to waste their time but like, who gives a shit? Right. All I have is time. and Well, I've got in, yeah, an, and, and you if do, you
1: hit it off and you're chatting a lot, Yeah. You can sometimes be in there for like three, four, five minutes. It's their job too. Sometimes they want to take a break from oh, just yeah. endless scenes. Endless
4: crap. Yeah. Endless fawning actors. Be like, oh, hi. How are you? How's yeah. your day? Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Using I'm not, their I'm not, name I'm not, too much. Not, hi, Deborah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> oh, God. I hate it so much. Yeah. Sometimes I like, do the opposite where I'm like, I'm going to be mean.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
4: the first thing I ever booked was because I was mean. Really? Because I didn't answer a question directly. I gave them like a sarcastic answer. They're like, what the Who the fuck
1: is this guy? Well, it's the same thing. It's it's uh, it's all that law—not law of attraction, but like who who do we think is cool? It's not the guy that's like I call that the Aziz move, and I'm not shitting on Aziz. Aziz has always acted like either I'm right or I'm not. I'm not going to kiss your ass. Right. Here's what I do. He's he's nice, but he's not going to be like me. I'm more like a puppy dog, and like (laughs) like really want them to like me. He's like either I'm right or I'm not. Right. Oh no. So that sort of move. Makes but that, that play, that really took me years and years and years. I think that's invaluable. Oh, it takes forever. You have the, to. You, but I'm going to do it again. Yeah, yeah. That, that play, specifically, is priceless.
4: You also never say you're sorry, and you never ask permission.
1: There you go. Never
4: ask permission. To do it ask, again. Yeah. Or, to, or
0: anything like that.
4: Because there's two ways. You can say, can we do that again? Which is like, that's basically giving them permission. To say no. Right. I mean, if you say, like, I, I'm going to do that again. Right. I would like to do that again, or well, right. let's do that again. Look,
1: you're turning five, yeah. six hours maybe of prep into three minutes of tape. It's your right. prerogative to be like, I'm going to do it again because right. I know I can do better, and remembering that we're on the same team. You'd like me to do it good, right? Yeah. I'm going to do it good. Right. It's, just a, it's just a great move. When I would do Best Week Ever and stuff, it took me a, took me a very long time. Like any of those Talking Head VH1 shows, right. it took me a really long time to realize that the producers, many of whom are still my friends, like, are, are just people. And yeah. they're tired and they want to be done, especially if you're going in at the end of the day. They've been editing all fucking right. night. And you go in and you flub the line. And then if you're like, should I do it again? And they're like, it's fine. Just keep going. You just have to say, I'm making the point again. In that situation, you just have to be like, I'm going to do that again. Yeah. Or, I'm going to do it again and again you and just again. just take
4: control of it because uh, it makes less work for everyone else. It's right. You're yeah. not
1: doing a mean thing. You're no. doing the kind thing of doing your job and doing it well. Yeah, and
4: also just having fun. with it. I have to go to the bathroom so bad, Pete.
1: Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Go, ahead. go.
4: Okay. Pause.
1: <laughs> cool, bro. Ever since I had my like amalgam taken out, like they basically I had a cavity filled. It didn't have to be that. It's, it's like getting a cavity refilled. My. It's out. Yeah, they took the mercury out. My bite has been different. It happened to me when I got That's that I think it happens all the time cuz he finished. So it's so annoying. It, it's constantly annoying me. It's yeah. changed the lay of my tongue. So like yeah. now my tongue rests on the back of my teeth yeah. and I'm afraid that like over time like erosion it's just going to push my teeth out in some I goofy to, way. Like, I'm getting them clean next week so I'm going to be um, like, "Can you also fix this fucking yeah, problem?" I-
5: <laughs> I
1: tried to mic you you what? I,
5: like, I was like clenching my jaw because it was
1: higher well that's the thing I don't they know what to them. do I'm leaving my mouth open all the time so
5: I have them fix
1: it or I'm clenching all yeah. the time there's They'll no like the, natural they state they it
0: with that um, like that plaster shit or, or that white stuff right? Yeah.
1: yeah yeah they can just sand it they out. need to sand it down which is scary because did it's a it's a ge- <laughs> <laughs> well that's what was so funny he's a great dentist I, I feel good about this dentist but he was like he just said, is your bite off? Or he was yes. kind of like, your bite's off. And I was like, yeah, it is. But you can't, I mean, also like when they're like, okay, bite down this piece of paper. You're like, I can't fucking tell. I know. No one can tell. I need them to fix it. <laughs> Anyone listening, you're no, you can leave this in. Okay. You're not alone. <laughs> your bite feels weird after the dentist. I'm getting them, uh, I'm going back. That's a weird thing. Electing to go into the dentist. I, because I just had this metal, yeah. but if you—it's fun to Google. Google like uh, the troubles of having mercury in your I've mouth. i never had a mercury. Problem. That's great. It's I fantastic. Had my cavity, like three months ago. Really? Uh, Yikes. Yeah. Uh, I also had cavities. I'm, n- I'm now remembering when I went in on the sides of my teeth.
0: I had one right
2: here.
1: Really? Yeah. In the front? Mm-hmm. Those are the vanity teeth. Those get uh, brushed more. I know. I understand. Hmm. That's I'm
0: allergic to dairy, so I can't eat any I can't have dairy and I can't
1: get calcium, so I can't drink milk or cheese. And Wait, you you can't take calcium. It doesn't pills? affect your teeth. Oh. And when a woman turns twenty five around that area
0: at a time, our body start stops producing calcium.
1: Uh so my teeth all of a sudden were not getting You'd think the part of our species that produce milk later in life would have so much calcium, you wouldn't know what to do with I don't know. Hi, Pembees. Much better, new life, much better. <laughs> Isn't it? It's a good, a good bathroom better, break. Much better, new life. <laughs> I'm going to have some more honey.
4: Have some more honey. Take, you're taking it straight from the nozzle there.
1: I'm it's not just, fucking around. That's good. I'm acting like this bear is my mother and that's the boob.
4: Oh. I don't know about that, yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know about that. Like, you're
4: not? I, think, I said I didn't. I never thought about
1: that. Oh, oh okay.
4: Yeah, I like a bear mama.
1: <clears throat> sure. Do you want to tell me why insurance is terrible?
4: Oh, because it's just terrible.
1: I mean, like I know what you're talking about I've health had, insurance specific health insurance. health insurance I've had minor Cause it's a thing things and they, you have to uh, chase them.
4: because they uh they've completely changed the way healthcare works they've they've destroyed they've destroyed uh they've taken the power out of the hands of the people who know the most, which is doctors yes, because doctors are the ones who should be deciding whether or not what's going on with you because they they're the doctor, and this right. becomes a thing where they have to ask approval <clears throat> for from some corporation that's hedging their hedging their bet and they're and
1: then they investigate if it's okay and no, all that it's sort of stuff. It's just,
4: just trash. It's become even worse though cuz the mail like this is from I've seen this happen to the Mayo Clinic cuz the Mayo Clinic um it was a great institution still is employs some of the greatest doctors and physicians and scientists in the world. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's become top heavy because they have it's become over administrated because of all the dealings they have to do with insurance companies, it's become mm-hmm. a thing where it's uh, it's just not it's not it's not healthcare. It's like it's like the second priority in a way. For mm-hmm. A lot of places like mm-hmm. that because it's not they don't give a shit about it because it's all it's all about money managing money. And, oh god, it's just terrible.
1: So it's the grossest. Is there something we can do about it?
4: I don't know. All I think you can do is. Uh, You know, trade your doctor a bag of potatoes. Like, that's the thing. You used to be able to do that. Like, like, doctors are are inherently good people because they help. They want to help. You take the Hippocratic Oath, do no harm. That's your job. You want to help people. Doctors, historically, have been people who have had other things they've done besides just healthcare because they're scientists. They want to learn. They want to, like, expand things. They're inventors. They're architects. They're all kinds of things. And there's a lot of times uh, where... Doctors are paid not with money because you give them what you can. Like Mm -hmm. if you're a potato farmer, you don't have money. All I can give you, all I can afford to give you, doctor, for saving my life, is this is the most I can give. Right. And like that. And plenty of high fives. Yeah, it's been taken away though. Now it's a thing where there's no sort of like sort of. uh, I mean, I'm not saying like we should have a barter system, but it's a thing where used to be you pay what you can, and now it's like. You can't get the health care unless you can pay for it, kind of mm-hmm, thing. And it's just, mm-hmm. they've taken it. The doctors don't control the healthcare care system. It's controlled by non physicians, which is just, if you think about it, it's literally that someone who, the people who aren't providing the health care and who know the least about it, are the ones who are making the decisions about who gets what, when, and how. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it's like, I think it's super frustrating more and more for people who are doctors and surgeons because they have to deal with this crap where it's like right. they just want to do the job. They want to They want to further medicine. They want to make people feel better. But they can't make people feel better if they're not allowed to operate on them because this person hasn't been cleared for this procedure because it's considered this or that because of, right. you know, right. some, some sort of goddamn. I mean, it's in Hollywood, too. It's the people just hedging their bets, they're super risk adverse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no.
1: Yeah. What do you mean it's in Hollywood as well?
4: Well, they just, there's less movies being made now and the movies that are being made instead of having been Oh, like they're just, being sure things. Oh, yeah. Every, everyone's a you pro- have like 15 producers. We who have does, to make
1: Duck Hunt the movie. Everything. Everything has to be. nostalgia numbers are good.
4: Nostalgia numbers are good. Yeah. Well, it's Put all Put Robert Downey Jr. in it. But you, have, you can't just have him. You have to have like seven stars instead of just having like, right. oh, we'll have a star in the main role and we'll, we'll surround them with interesting people. We're going to break them out. Right. Know? Right. Very rarely can they afford to do that now because they want to have. Sure. Oh, we gotta have like six. We We've gotta have like a blast cast, super yeah. <laughs> star machine here. Yeah. You can't take a bat on anyone because they're just so scared mm-hmm. they're gonna lose their shirts because no one's got any goddamn money now. Hmm. No one's got any money.
1: It's true. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, That's weird. It's less. Well, it's not, this is how we usually end the show. Right. Uh, have you ever listened to the show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you had this way out. Uh, we always talk about God at the end. Uh, do you have any feelings on God? Tell me all on your God. thoughts on God. I
4: don't know. I've, I'd, I've mentioned Mark Twain so many times. I feel like now it's... Please. But he's like a... I feel like I believe... I sort of... Uh, I'm aligned with Mark Twain in terms of that. He was like a... He's an atheist. Mm. But an atheist... Um, I think God's probably a mushroom or a sound, like a bass note. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bass note being played on a on a giant, like a planet-sized piece of mycelium that's like just vibrating or well, something. Well, tell
1: me, know. tell me what Mark Twain thought.
4: Well, Mark Twain didn't. Mark Twain was an atheist, yeah. and like. Uh,
1: but what made him different from say our other atheist friends?
4: Because he was incredibly articulate, and he was willing to say it in a time when uh, it's you couldn't possibly yeah. talk like, to be. To be public about that and to just talk, to basically mock the existence of God. Really? <laughs> yeah. He has a whole book called Captain Stormfield Visits the Land Beyond, and it's making fun of, I may have said the title wrong, but it's all about, he's making fun of heaven, like how ridiculous heaven is. And it's a whole book, it's just farce <laughs> about just, if if the idea of heaven is anything like Anything close to what Christian scripture says, it's r- absurdly ridiculous and it would just be filled with people who have like, these massive age gaps and like – it's really – it's a funny book. Mm. And he, he just – he tears the shit out of the whole idea. Mm. Um, uh, I just think that's – what he has to say about it makes so much sense to me because it's like uh, – I think you know you have to – heavens on earth, right? I mean if it's anywhere –
1: yeah, we can agree on that. Whether right. we can create our own heavens and right. hells and all that stuff. A lot of that stuff is cultural. The idea totally cultural. It's yeah. extra biblical to use a fancy term. Like, is. But the idea of heaven and and hanging around with our consciousness and yeah. and on a cloud and and harps and halos and wings. Yeah, it's and so stuff. absurd. Well, that that's not even in the Bible. I mean, not that the Bible needs to be more right. or less true than anything else, but like we started kind of putting that in the cultural consciousness after right. the Bible. It doesn't even matter. So you you don't believe in uh, any sort of God? or I don't
4: know. I mean, I don't really believe in certain... In, like, Which is
1: totally fine, by the way. Yeah. I, don't oh. to, I don't want you to think that <laughs> is I'm... Is it right.
4: fine, Pete? Yeah. This is my audition. we can do that at scene again. There you go.
1: There you go. Uh, there you go. I a good uh, life application.
4: If God exists, he's a compost pile. You know, it's like, I feel like that's... <laughs>
1: You think it's a twist ending?
4: Well, I think it's just like a it's like a cycle because you think about that like uh, I don't know I, I, as far as the universal stuff goes. I think that there is a significant amount that we don't know, right? As mm-hmm. far as just energy in general, mm-hmm. like energy. I always like because I like listening. To me, I like music a lot. Like I feel like that's the, I'm more interested in that than almost anything. I feel like. Uh, like rhythm and sound waves; those are like very basic principles you can link up with the passing of time or uh, distance and space, because mm-hmm. it's all everything is a wave. Mm-hmm. It's traveling and, and to you. Rhythm is time. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's, it's a construction kind of, like of your time. Heartbeat. Exactly. Our own internal rhythm. So, yeah. if anything, there's something that has to do with that. With the uh, with uh, if there's any type of I don't know. I just think the word God is so Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's
1: throw it away. Yeah. You're open to some sort of uh, un-understandable un, un, un right. thing that might be happening, but the evidence that you see in this world doesn't point to a conscious lifeguard God that's oh, invested in our that. lives yeah. or cares about us.
4: But there is... I do believe in collective consciousness, and that's a thing where it's not even believing it. It's, it's, it's a proven fact. Like, it's not quack science at all that there is... Like, rem- remote viewing... Works. It's been proven to work. I know what remote viewing is. Yeah, but tell but people. Tell people. It's, what that is. it's when people. I'm. I know so little about this. I feel like I'm I'll. I'll speak, try but and help you. I, well, on my podcast, I had uh, Chris Holmes on a couple episodes ago. I don't care for that. Okay.
1: Well, he. There can be only one.
4: Oh, the can only one podcast.
1: Only one Holmes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh,
4: I yeah. didn't even yeah, think yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh.
1: Dave Holmes. I'm is, sorry. Has been missing uh, for months, and I'm, I'm Chris. <laughs> Chris H.
4: Chris H. Oh, I like that better. But he, we talk about remote viewing forever. He knows all about this shit.
1: On your podcast? Yeah. We it's, talked about it. Yeah. I Tell mean, us a little bit about it.
4: About remote viewing, it's yeah. when you're able to describe something you've never seen before—a place, an object, something you're able like to Like men who sc- stare at goats. For exactly,
1: lack of exactly. a better reference. Yeah, I'm on this side of the wall. And there's 10 goats in that room, and they tell me to stop the heart of goat number four, and I do it.
4: Right. I, I, but I don't, it's not so much about, like, killing that's <laughs> what it, that,
1: Well, that was the, the military was right. trying to weaponize it. Of course they were. So was. we could yeah. uh, be like, picture Saddam Hussein, stop his heart. But they originally d-
4: developed it not so much for uh, weaponizing but for intelligence gathering.
1: Oh, is that right? Yeah. And they,
4: they, that's what they were able to do. There was a remote viewer. I don't know his name, but he was a famous, successful, original remote viewer, and he was able to – uh, remote view a Soviet missile site and in de- great detail. No. Yes, and this is. It,
1: no, you, I believe me. I'm no. with you, <laughs> but I'm like. <laughs> the thing no about way. it is,
4: it's, it sounds absolutely. The fact that I'm not obsessed with it and don't think about this every day is ridiculous because I have a bit about it's that. True. I have a it bit. It really is. The it's, things it's,
1: we should be fascinated with, we're not fascinated Yeah, we don't by. care about.
4: No one cares about aliens.
1: But No one cares about aliens. Those are my examples. No one cares about aliens. I, I was talking but there's about There's
4: so it. many like things that have happened that are like if 1% of alien, uh, whatever you want to call it,
1: uh, um, activity, eph- ephemera,
4: yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> is true. Holy that's, shit. That's ridiculous. Yeah, 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 it's like yeah. we should be in well, the streets. Me buying. and Kumail
1: and Emily but, watched that special like the top 10 most uh group witnessed alien yeah. events and like number 8 was impressive. You know what I mean? mean yeah. They didn't save it to the end. Number 8 was like a like ship the, like the, the size Lights. of a football field yeah. flew over right. Minneapolis or whatever. And like
4: 8,000 people saw it and yeah. just regular people who are like Wow, that that is what the hell is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And and we don't care. I think no. it's the fluoride in the water. Keep going. Could be the fluoride. Yeah. yeah. But,
4: <laughs> but I think that goes back to the sort of if notion of God or whatever, or, but it, of, or wait, remote uh, viewing. Yeah. yeah. But,
1: uh, one more one more thing about remote viewing. I just want to hear. Well,
4: it's just that people. So the is, guy
1: did the Soviet missile site. Right. He also, where, where did you learn about this? Your friend from Chris. Yeah. Where did um, he learn about it?
4: He's been studying it for a long time. He did like a, I mean, he's he's a really interesting guy. He he's he travels with Paul McCartney as his DJ? No. Yeah, he's like an incredible musician. Great guy. But he did all this stuff before, um, all his different research with uh, remote viewing and things like I'm that. I want to have him on this show. He's great, man. What's he's his awesome. Name? Chris, Chris Holmes. Oh, yeah. right. I
0: don't care for
1: that.
4: Or you could also. Okay, so don't have him. Just listen to my podcast. Yeah, what's <laughs> it called? Twisting the Wind. There. We, I, I yeah. will do that. It's a great, it's and a great podcast. And then I'll determine
1: whether or not I want him to come on this one and just regurgitate it. Do
4: it. it. <laughs> Yeah, he can regurgitate.
1: I'm using comedy for fun.
4: But that the, the all the stuff that he's told me about remote viewing and just remote viewing in general, it's like all these things that are it's not uh quackery and it's been proven time and time again that you can affect something without touching it with your mind. And if you think about it, it's not that far from the idea of Tesla Creating wireless electricity, wireless energy, mm-hmm. which we're probably going to have not far from now. Mm-hmm. So if you think about, and he was
1: talking about that when oh, a long time, a ago. a long time ago. Yeah, and uh, so it's the idea that your brain waves are some sort of energy. And or brain effect- waves,
4: there's something, there's something yeah. that, that we can't see or we can't quantify or uh, correctly describe yet. Yeah, that is that happens. Like, they have these people who, uh, there's a random number generator. It's a computer, random number generator, and it's these numbers are spooling off. And if a person concentrates on saying, I want more ones and zeros to come up on this random number generator, they will come up. Hmm. It just, it, it happens. A
1: certain person. A talented person. No.
4: Not even a certain person. If you, anyone. That's the thing about it. That's the crazy fucking thing about it. Anyone can do it. It's not a special skill. You can get better at it. Yeah. But anyone can remote view it's just a thing where it's like, it's like yoga, where you're not going to be good at it right away, but you can, there's no person who can't yo- do yoga.
1: Well. Yeah,
4: well, except for you and me.
1: <laughs> but, well, see, that's, that's yeah. some incredible shit.
4: I know, and it's, but, but the fact that I don't think about it as much as I think about, like,
1: All of oh. these words are falling into a compost pile right now, like a burning pile of shit, because even as we're talking about them, even as we're invigorated by them, right. it's being erased. It's In like rest. an alien abduction. It's going away yeah. as it's happening. It is. I mean it's... I not for me. I'm gonna YouTube the shit out of this. Oh
4: yeah, I know. I should do that instead of trying to like buy originals of the records that I want instead of <laughs> you know, like spending my time
1: on eBay. <laughs> so that, that that informs your idea of the unknown a little bit.
4: Right. I I think it just means there's a more amorphous quality to any type of uh, overseer or yep. some sort of
1: but it changes our idea of all of us just being these drawings on paper, right. basically. There, there's more happening. There's oh, more yeah. dimensions. There's more universes. There's more energy. There's more waves that we don't understand. But
4: I think as as far as you can extrapolate and go further away, it's also, also – if everything is so crazy and so unknown and uh, vast and connected so far away, it also means – It's the same right here. Because I I, I garden a lot. Like, I'm really into plants. I have been for a long time. Mm -hmm. But I always think, when when you, there's almost no metaphor that you can't relate to uh, the process of of a plant or of uh, the soil. Mm -hmm. Because everything happens, everything that happens every place else happens there just on a smaller scale. Mm -hmm. Like, if you pick up a handful of soil, there's more organisms in that than there are humans on the earth. Mm -hmm. Just in, like, a tiny little piece of soil. and. That it's just that thing where everything is everything at the same time. You know, and it's funny. Like Sarah
1: a, Watkins was on the show and she also talked about how gardening helps her understand the universe. Yeah. well,
4: because it's the same thing. It's all this because things are seasonal and, yeah. um, and death, there's life. Well, I, that, that's a that, that's big thing. That's I what I told yeah. her,
1: too. And I got that from Joseph Campbell was the idea that when we learned agriculture, it changed all of our stories. Yeah, it because changed. Because we got the resurrection. Because you had
4: a story as opposed to because the nature of storytelling changed with agriculture Mm -hmm. because we became a different society because our stories had an arc.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. and a cycle.
4: There's people who think now, though, that that's actually changing because of technology, how it's because we live in the present so much that our our narrative arc has changed because people don't spend the time to, people don't have to, like, um, It was a point in time when you watched the TV show and you couldn't really change it unless you wanted to get up and physically change it and mm-hmm. if you did it's not even that was a little journey, yeah, there's not a whole lot of options available, and you're gonna watch some commercials you're gonna watch mm-hmm. so you're in it for a, a period of time, and now it's things you are you able to manipulate what you view and intake media wise so effortlessly and so quick that it's changed the nature of storytelling'cause you don't there's there's the time it takes to have that arc. It just doesn't exist a lot of times now.
1: I'm not even shitting on Family Guy, but Family Guy is a good example of the deterioration of uh, not just story, but just like – not deterioration, just the quickening of how long will I wait for a joke? How long will I, Pete, not some ADD sugared-out teenager, me, a 34-year-old man, how long will I wait for a joke is turning down?
4: And you can pop into it at any point and you don't have to to be there for the beginning, the middle, and the end. There's no like – there is but it doesn't it's it doesn't like, matter it's secondary to the uh the little pieces inside there yeah
1: so. well this yeah. is this is great i i yeah. loved i love this whole discussion and i'm grateful for it and i'm grateful for this honey and i think you're fucking fantastic and bees bees twisting twisting the wind twisting the wind
4: yes let's see i say, got a good one coming up here soon
1: it's i think we thing. should you and i should oh really
4: yeah oh you should be on it too you have to come on it we'll, we'll, get, we'll get psychedelic
1: oh okay is that yeah. what you do
4: Well, not really. I mean, I I say the podcast is psychedelic because I like to make a lot of weird sounds and do like songs with my effects. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Here's
1: here's one thing that we do, and Katie knows what we're going to do because we kind of already did it, but it'll be a fun way to end the show. I have to take the case off for some reason. We're going to sing to a song that we don't know, and the point isn't to make up lyrics. The point is to try and actually, like what I was doing to you, remember? Like I was trying to anticipate what you were singing. Oh, yeah we're going to do it to a real song great and we'll just you know swap off verses um this is
4: my pretty much my favorite thing to do in the world I do it in the car I do it all the time
1: I love you <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, I, do it like, I do it constantly I do it pretty much constantly What else I do on, on the podcast a lot too I, I create loops of uh, songs and I like sing over them and
1: stuff. Oh really? Yeah. Alright, so, well let's just do it now I Who do, knows? What <laughs> simultaneous things with happening what, what, What's a good artist? I like to pick a slower song You know, I don't want to do like a rap song okay, like What's a, a good artist?
4: A good artist?
1: We've done Fion- not Fiona Apple We've done like uh, Sarah McLaughlin. How about we've done Carly Celine Simon? D- Carly Simon?
4: Or what about DLCs? That's not very slow though It's kind of no- noisy
1: how do you spell Carly?
4: C a r C a r l y. Yep. Got Carly. It.
1: Okay, so what's a song? Not your are So Vain. Yeah. Nobody Does It Better. Let's let us listen to Nobody Does It Better if I it's think slow I enough. I think
4: I this one, but I don't know if I do. Well, the idea is we sing along to it?
1: Yeah, like, you know, like if I was like, I'm standing, standing by, by the, the river,
4: river with my sight. Sweet- so don't we need an instrumental to do that?
1: No. we. You and I could do it. Right. And maybe we should. But you're going to do it if that was a real song and you're going to sing along with a song you've never heard before. Okay. So you're going to try, oh, try and get the lyrics. Oh, I get it. You're going to try and get the lyrics Oh,
4: he gets it. I do this to NPR a lot. Eee, do you? Yeah, I, I try to say what they're saying because a lot of times you can kind of see where they're going, you know?
1: Oh, my God. Then we should do that.
4: Do it to, like an NPR report on Benghazi? I'm, 10 we're months gonna, ago For the first
1: <laughs> For the first time ever We're gonna do it To this American life
4: Okay That's even easier
1: Alright We're playing This is an episode I was oh already listen- Listening to Called The Cruelty of Children Why is nothing playing? Yeah it's definitely A problem on my end
4: That was a poop joke
5: <laughs>
4: Problem on my end The butt stops here
1: Most afternoons here we- Back
5: then
4: constipated people Don't give a shit
5: after an hour, everyone had left except Wendy and myself, my who, I don't and know I was beginning to think that, that I would I go, too. He called up to us it's all tough. of a sudden. No, Are they coming now? Yes, Wendy, said. <laughs> me, and I nodded <laughs> my head. She sounded like... <laughs> oh, <quickly>. <laughs> Aaron every said his dad envelope. is almost here. <laughs> as soon as but she said it, d- she was sorry. Because <laughs> broken one of the rules. I could see it on her face, eyes filling with space as she moved back from the well. Now he had one of our names. names. She said, they're going to come to cover up the mistake. But there it was, and there was nothing to do about about it. it. (laughs) The man in the well didn't say anything for a few minutes. Then he surprised us again by asking, asking, is it going to rain? Wendy stood Ed, up and turned, turned around, around like she had done the other day. day. <laughs> <But> the sky <laughs> was no, no, she said. Then he asked dead. again. Dead. They're coming, dead. he said. Dead. Aaron's dead. dead. And he dead. shouted, dead. right? Dead. So that we jumped and stood up dead. and began dead. running dead away. away, just as we dead. had the day dead. before. Oh, my God. We could hear dead. him shouting dead. for a while, dead. and we were afraid dead. someone dead. might hear. I wish you knew the topic.
4: That's the I thing that I the end Maybe yeah, he had no, said that
1: You're doing great though We
4: gotta do a song
1: though. No we're gonna do a song That was amazing Because
4: I'm a chanteuse
1: Alright Wait that's a That's a common song for- yeah. Yeah. Nope
4: Oh that's really common
1: Here we go It's called The Right Thing to There's Do nothing
2: you can do and you, have have you have some rap painting oh you Lost my right channel <laughs> No, I
3: banged too hard There we go
4: Thing loving you, right <laughs> yo, loving you's the right thing. We're gonna do it, loving you. Oh oh, i love loving you, the right thing. Laura Canyon, Laura Canyon, Laura Canyon. They got a parking space, got two spaces. Pull out to my bumper, bitch. Gonna make your faces. Oh, loving you, I loving you's the right thing. I uh, L O V E you, you Calling, I wanna. Uh.
2: C-A-R-L-E-Y,
3: Carly, baby, bye. Uh, right thing to do, so right thing to do. Loving you, I love, love with you, loving you. Oh, loving you, Carly, 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 Carly. Yeah, uh, Carly, yeah, uh, 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 Carly. Loving
4: you, the right thing Carly, yeah. Carly, yeah, Carly, yeah. Loving you, Carly, yeah. I want to be with you, oh. Uh, tell James Taylor to kiss my mother. Uh, yeah, oh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah.
3: The best day of our lives. Nuclear explosion.
4: <laughs> Would you say? Best day.
3: <laughs> Thank
1: you so much. That was fun. That You were the best ever there's ever been.
4: Great. Uh, likewise.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Would you say keep it crispy?
4: Uh, Keep it crispy, stay frosty.
1: Okay. Um, oh, you've been playing some Call of Duty?
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, I play a little bit. I think, I don't know why I said it's stay frosty. It's a military frosty. term. It is, yeah. Yes, it means stay
1: like. Stay sharp. Stay sharp. I mean, when can you not be frosty? You're in the military.
4: Right. Uh, if you're tripping balls on uh, <laughs> Pro Vigil. That's, What's uh, Pro Vigil? It's like their military speed.
3: Oh. Yeah. Cool. Pro, pro Vigil.
4: <laughs> wow. I've been awake for 36 hours, soldier.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no one's coming through this. Trip point's on. Delta Zeta. <laughs> Delta point. Force, dog. Force dogs. Night, night dark. <laughs> night dark? Night dark. Force point. Delta stuff. Delta, step. Soldier. Soldier, pull up to my bumper. I'm going to do that again. We got Grace Jones in the house. We're flying in Grace Jones for you, soldiers. You ready to have some Grace Jones? Step, look. My turn. Team, look. First, look. First, duck, First, ten,
4: Look. Oh, Bambi's. You've helped us all.
1: Thanks, Pete. You've helped us today. Well,
4: you've helped me. You've helped
1: me be. I've helped you be, and we were together.
4: It's a reciprocal compost pile. Yes. The soil comes from the death. Yes. And then the, the soil gives life.
1: It, we become soil, and right. we came from it. Right. With the help of? Poo-poo. And the bees. Right, the bees. And poo.
4: And insects that are non-bees.
1: Well, I don't see them, so who cares? Exactly.
4: Loving you's the right thing to do,
2: baby. baby I'm a bee. baby. I'm just a bee. i just a I'm just a bee. I'm just a bee. bee. Just a a bee. bee. You. i <laughs> Keep it
0: crispy.
2: Mm, remote
4: viewing. I bet your car's dirty. Oh, no way it just I got can it see. Washed. Oh, never. i meant the inside. No, the Not inside things. is yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, me too. It's good mm. though. Dirty car, clean mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you, Pamby. Bye, Pete. Bye, buddy. Try, try just walk yeah,
2: we'll walk okay.
5: out. You okay,
0: Now leaving It's